Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you're having a great week. Here we are with Daily Hi-Fi. Every week we come at you just hanging out, having a good time, talking about audio and video, home theater, two-channel. So we're going to have some fun tonight. We got Joe and Tell, of course, Aaron, myself. Sean will be joining us just a little bit later. Hope you guys are doing well. What's going on, fellas? Well, what's up? And and for you guys out there, you know Michael like really talks like that. You know that excited mm-hmm. inflection? <laughs> that's not just for YouTube. He just that's showed kinda, me a video earlier mean, from man. his yeah, from his vacation, and they're um shoveling ice. He's like, Yeah, man, let's let's go. You guys gonna <laughs> owe me some sodas? I don't know. He was saying all kinds yeah. of stuff, but he's hyped up about shoveling yeah. snow. I just get fun, man. He is life life is too short not to have fun. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, you just came back from vacation. I did, man. We had a disaster of a like flight, man. If you're going to the airport, holy cow! Because of all these storms and everything, we had four of four of our group miss the flight probably by two minutes. We got hung up because two of the we had eleven people. Two of their IDs didn't work for whatever reason. They didn't recognize them, so we were struggling with that. Then my daughter in law got hung up at um security because she had breast milk and they're like they didn't know what to do with it it's like seriously man, come on, man. it's like not slightly a not paying attention just for a second and i was yeah just, it's like i hung on, up on man. security because she had some breast milk we what? were just we were hustling man that. hustling but i couldn't i've never ever ever in my life seen so many people at an airport in line it was ridiculous we can get in and out of tampa like if you get there two hours early you're well within time. You pretty much need to be there at least three hours early for Orlando. It was a zoo. That's crazy. Uh, anyway, so it was cool, but we got separated into four different groups, four different flights for 11 people. You know, so it was it was wild. But we got there. We had a blast, man. It was snowing when we got there. Tons of snow everywhere, powder on the slopes for the first two days. And then it rained like the night of the second day. So the snow got kind of pretty hard and um on day three but we still had a blast man it was super good just to get away not think about work not think about social media not think about youtube or videos or websites or nothing Hmm. and just hang out with the family enjoyed hanging time with my grandson he was there that was his first flights first time seeing snow which he'll never remember but it's (laughs) still it was just awesome man it was a good trip well that's good that you spend time on vacation and just do vacation stuff yeah. because yeah. i'm also on vacation yeah no i see that dude and I'm, I'm here yeah so yeah i gotta i gotta work on yeah. that a little bit maybe. I, I like i like and i can't say i 100 unplug because i was still answering comments and replying to some emails but for the most part man it was like it's family time mm-hmm. not yeah. really worried about it that stuff will always be there yeah so you'll never regret spending time with your family ever yeah yeah. Yeah. So we get a divorce. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> certain no. family, I guess. Certain <laughs> yeah, family. certain family. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Vacationing. We're over yeah. here in the snow. And what's kind of cool is uh and you got a big storm coming your way, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we don't get stuck over here, or hopefully we do. I don't know. Hey, that might I'm, be a good thing. If it, if we do <laughs> good place to get stuck on vacation. Wouldn't mind a few more days, right? Yeah. But sure. um yeah, I was just showing you guys that, you know, it's the coolest thing about SoCal is you can, we were at the beach one day, mm-hmm. you can drive two hours and be in the snow. That's like, so like, like, not just at the beach and it's like cold, like, no, no, in the beach, at the beach and it's like hot, 
And you know, you could just do the whole beach thing, drive, and then you're like in Big Bear. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, uh, yeah, so the, the girls are having fun in the snow, messing around. And I'm the crazy guy because, you know, I, I don't know if I told you guys. I, I did tell you guys. I do like kind of like cold exposure where I always just take cold showers. Mm-hmm. Like, no, zero hot. You know, cause just because I heard it's good for you. Yeah. And uh, I, I just do it. You know, it's just something I do. I don't, it's not like my favorite thing to do, but it wakes me up in the morning, you know. Cold shower, coffee, and I'm ready to do all the stuff I need to do. Well, here's what I found out. The water over here is way colder. It's like <laughs> way, 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 way colder. But um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't check the temperature on it, but it's like, it's really cold. I did go into the snow though. Yeah, I saw that. Just, just in shorts. So I just had like a, no shirt. Try to go in the snow, but it like it's not soft enough to like mm. go into it. I'm just like laying on top of this thing. I'm glad you didn't try silly. the like face plant that my son did in the snow. That would have hurt. That would have hurt because this it was all, it was kind of like icy. It wasn't yeah. good. But this yeah, that was crazy powder. He just did a like a face plant. I've never seen anybody do it. He just jumped. And he just <laughs> he just funny. laid there in the snow. It just looked funny. He just <laughs> went down like I don't know. He did what, it a couple times, man. Um, you, you know, I would recommend that actually. You know, of course, ask ask your doctor and stuff yeah. like that. But for anxiety super, and like stress, yeah. they say it's really really good. A lot of guys do the what they call cold plunge. Cold they have like plunge, a little yeah. ice bath outside. Yeah, yeah. it's just something about know. it, like uh, gets your endorphins up or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of, you know, what it kind of does. It kind of simulates uh, stress mm-hmm. because think about going into like a cold pool. Yeah. Like for a yeah. second, you're like, <gasps> yeah, you're panicking, your body's yeah. freaking out, you're hyperventilating. Yeah. But I figure if you, you know, you get at least that you can control. Yeah. If you get a phone call that something crazy happened, that's not under your control. So. Yeah. You train yourself to like for that situation, then the phone call comes in and you're like, All right, all right, yeah, all right, that sucks. I'll, I'll handle it anyway. Ask the Titanic passenger, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's a little bit different good. story there, man. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about that movie a couple days ago, man, about how at the end, you know, she leaves them hanging off that thing. Like, there was plenty of room for both of them, that's on what that. I'm saying, yeah. Real right? Yeah, he's in there, yeah, she was not for him, man. No. Hang on to the boat or something. I don't know. I'd have yanked her butt in there at some point. I'd be like, "All right, you haven't even offered it to me. We're not going to. Like, we're not. We're not together. Like this ain't. It's my work. turn. It's yeah, my turn. Get off. Get in the water. They should have done like rock paper scissors for it or something, man. Right. Who's imagine who's he could have like just uh, flipped her. He could have just flipped her off of it and then climbed on top, and then like uh, paddled away with his feet hanging off. You guys watched Misery? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen. It. It's been a long Remember time, that? but I've seen it. Uh, with Michael Caine, and then like she's like, "I'm your favorite. I'm your biggest fan." And she like messes up his ankles. Forgot her name. What's her uh, name? Yeah, I know. I, I can't think of her was name either. Bates, Kathy Bates. Kathy mm-hmm. Bates. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome in that movie in Titanic. Yeah. Remember, she was the new money lady. Yep. Um, Speaking of movies, man, you guys got any good movies you're excited about? I know one I'm excited about. I think oh. it's even this week. We got tickets. No, what, I what you, Shazam too this weekend. About? Did you? Did you like it? I did. I took my daughter and her friend to it. Yeah, it was a. Uh, nice. It was cute. Did I say Michael? I, lo- I love the first one. It wasn't Michael Caine. Sorry, sorry, Michael Caine. No, I, I think no. I was saying some random names. Hmm. Anyway, it's old. So, what movie are you talking about? John Wick. 
Oh, the fourth one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Sad that um, I forget his name, but he passed away. The guy that oh, was in yeah. the um, he just in the bank, away, or right? I mean, in the the vault with the glasses. Yeah, man. Uh, have y'all seen Creed three yet? I haven't. I want to. I still haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen the first oh. or the second one. Oh man. Well, I was gonna say they're you got to really but good. They're supposed yeah, to be really, really like, good. If you like the Rocky series, you, they're yeah. really good. They yeah, definitely my hold son through. Really loves them. Yeah. Then the. Uh, um, well, the Mario Bros. movie comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm that looks good. About that. that looks good. Yeah. You can tell James I've got a kid because you're like John Wick 4, and I'm like, yeah, I took Sean's <laughs> exam, and I'm seeing Mario Bros. Is, but it still is great, though. <laughs> yeah, you know? it does. And then we got Fast coming out later on this year. The last two saga, or at least one of them. Yeah. For the saga. Yep. And oh, the, uh, the new Mission Impossible. Yes. What is it? The, the oh, part one yeah. of the two-part Mission Impossible? Yeah. That'll be really good. I've always enjoyed that series. Oh, yeah. There, there's been a couple that's like, eh. But for the most part, they're at least worth watching. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, more, the most recent one to mm. me is the, is it Rogue Nation? Is that the most recent one? Oh, goodness. Oh, there's I'm going to have to Google Ghost this. Protocol, there's Rogue Nation. Um, I don't know. Oh, maybe Fallout. Fallout. No, I'm Googling right now. Yes, it was Fallout. Was it? Okay. With, with Henry Cavill was in it. That one was fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, Dead anyway. Reckoning is the one that's coming out. Yeah. Part yeah. one and part two. I misspoke. I said Michael Caine and it was James Caan. Mm. Michael Caine. Michael yeah. Caine. Ah, Same guy. I don't know. James Caan was in it. Do you guys remember the television show Las Vegas with Josh Duhamel or how you pronounce mm. it? And mm-hmm. I can't remember the other character. I, James Connell was in that as well. So, yeah, I feel like they play the same character. Um, you know what? I recently watched uh, a few days ago that's an old kind of old movie, but I, I thought it was really good. It was uh, uh, Coda. You guys watch Coda on Apple TV? Um, I've heard about it, but I don't, I think it's Children or Child of Deaf Adults. Something oh like okay yeah you saw it <clears throat> yeah i watched it i had it on my playlist for a long time and i watched it and i'm like oh this is good and then i told john to watch it and i guess he watched it so i thought it was cool john cool crowd yes. called you yeah i went to school with a uh with a kid um who's both of his parents were were deaf hmm. that was yeah. just interesting like i just think like how tough that's got to be growing up when both of your parents are deaf like and you know what i mean like well no yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bodie's telling me it's only two years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I don't get time. I have it on my list. I have a, a list that I just don't get to. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, hold up. So this guy, um, one of my patrons actually sent me the link to this video mm-hmm. earlier today. What? And, uh, dude, it's, it's pretty dang cool. I need to see if I what? can find it again. Real fast. Yeah, please link it. to that. That. Yeah, I'll go grab it. Okay, I'll grab it. An acoustic hmm. camera. It's me, baby. So does it show video or is it showing a picture of what it's seeing or hearing or analyzing? <laughs> I'll actually see if I can play some of it real fast. Okay. I don't know if it'll let me. Share screen. I, I don't know if it'll do audio too. Okay. I think it does. Steve Mold. 
Okay, so what was that? I wonder how it works. So the camera is picking up his voice, I'm assuming. Yeah, so um, I guess you guys can't hear it, but yeah, yeah. the camera is like picking up where the noise is coming from. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't have a chance to watch the entire video yet, but I started mm -hmm. it and then I went ahead and banked it so I could finish watching it maybe tonight cool. or tomorrow morning. Does he rip yeah, one at any cool. point? You have to, right? Oh, God. You know what? You just have to. Really... Just like... I, I, you know, I didn't think about that. I hope he does. Let's, <laughs> let's just scan real fast to see if there's a. Because uh, I thought I saw area. one where, like, it was like lower, lower area. What the heck was that? Look a vacuum? That. That's Look the Dyson that. vacuum. Oh, there you go. No way. So what? you know, this almost looks like a um, showing a like polar a pattern? real time version of that polar plot that you have. <laughs> That's just like a heat map almost. That's All right, dude. I wonder how dude, much the camera reflections too. Like, what is what is this thing? What is the 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 um capture application? Device? Oh well, no, no, no. no! What's a capture device? Oh, and what is the application that I? I think I'd have some ideas of how to use it. But what? What? Dude, that show! Holy crap! What? I'm look. I'm trying to find the sponsors. One of the cameras even seems to have a Fibonacci spiral of mics. Ah, I don't know. I'm Does it have a link around. to the camera? Yeah, I'm trying to. What? That's not what I wanted. It's the tube more than the motor. <clears throat> Acoustic cameras. Oh. Okay, so, so this so, I have no idea what the capture device is. The wave cam. Yeah. Hmm. It's okay. Me, so All what right, is, that's enough of that. What's, what's a use case? Google. What's a use case? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> High resolution vibration cool. measurement. <laughs> High-resolution high vibration measurement for experts and beginners and time and frequency, blah, 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 blah. Data specification. I think it would be excellent if it could do low frequencies, if it's full range, to see where the nulls are in your room, visually vibration. see. You know, Product testing. all right, don't put your seat right there because there's a null right there. I know yeah. we can do that with mics, but it would just be so awesome to see uh, just a visually, a visual representation of that happening. What? They have an array, a data. Oh, I've got to email this company. Look at this thing, acoustic camera. That's ridiculous, dude. Near field. <laughs> All right, I'm yeah. sure sharing this. Yes, you need okay. one of those. Add that to the mix. Get one. Of them, might as well, you know. Swing for the fences. I mean, you, you have a few things at this point. You said, yeah, What's you said you don't want to show it, but it's, it's okay. Can you can you explain like what kind of what kind of things you have going on without you don't uh, have to show it. No, I'll show I'll show it in the group. What I meant was like I won't post a public picture of it. Okay. Well, All right. I don't think I'll post a public picture of it, but I'll find the the one I shared with you guys because the people here aren't going to clown me. Well, they will, but not too bad. But if I post it publicly, somebody's going to say, "Oh, you're using it wrong" because they don't know what it does. I've already encountered yeah. that mm -hmm. countless times. Sure. They want you to put uh, it in an anechoic chamber because. Yeah. Because they, they don't, don't know that like the, it's the replacement that, for having exactly. to have an anechoic chamber. Yeah, I'm not I'm supposed to have an anechoic chamber because I don't need one anymore. Yeah. So for everybody who don't know, that's the Clipple near field scanner that's sitting in my office. Or not, I'm sorry, not my office, but my dining room. So wow. Yeah. There you go. So I've got to take the lights down up at the top 
to give it a little bit more. I mean, actually, so right now, this is the highest it goes. So the lights aren't even in the way at all. But I'm still going to take the lights down just to give it like one less reflection point. And then I've got four inch Ed Crate foam that I'm going to put all around just so it doesn't echo like crazy because it's hardwood mm -hmm. floor. Like it doesn't really matter for the purpose of the measurement, but it's mm -hmm. going to drive me nuts because I'm going to hear it if I'm back here mm -hmm. trying to work and that thing's going. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. So what do you eat? Anyway, hard to eat when it's running. Um, I don't know. I guess I just won't eat. No, I never even use that room. So <laughs> that's hilarious. I... It's just a pass through room. Let's see here. Uh, it's me, baby, with your wake up call. Oh, how about your? How's the other thing going? So that's the that's the clipple. Yeah, that's the clipple. So right. let's see here. Clipple's ready to go. Can't point it. It's dark over there. But I've got the analog precision unit set up. I'm measuring the Macintosh DAC. It's like a $5,000 DAC. Home theater processor, actually. And then nice. the 462 amplifier. I've already started measuring. And then let's see here. I was showing the guys before. Like, So I've got like 40-something of these resistors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Audio precision, then, right? Yeah, it's audio precision. Yeah. What did I say? Analog. Did I say something else? I always do that, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I've got a bunch of resistors that I'm using like five of these in series. Um, not series, but parallel to make. Um, sorry, an eight ohm load, and this is the heatsink. What is that heatsink for? So the flat side, all uh -huh. the uh, resistors are going to go like I'm bolting the resistors oh. down into this, right? Hmm. So there's going to be five, fifteen resistors on each heatsink, and so it'll be like eight ohm, four ohm, or two ohm adjustable. Okay. And so I bought. I'm going to have two and. Each one is going to be one channel. Nice. And that'll be for, is, for testing the amplifiers. So is that, that's all uh, going to be passively cooled? No fans or anything? Uh, I'll have a fan just kind of blowing all the heat sink mm. just to help. But mm. I went ahead and bought... Let's see here. I didn't tell you guys this, but I bought the little FLIR camera mm -hmm. adapter for my iPhone. Oh, okay. Dude, sweet, uh, man. What are you going to do with that? Uh, check the temperature of the resistors just to make sure they don't get too hot. Oh, okay. Okay. So what types of things will you be measuring on the amplifiers? What are you looking for? Uh, like power and noise and distortion. The the main stuff, you know, mm -hmm. that like everybody cares about. But sure. one of the main things that Joe knows about this is noise, right? Just like self-noise of the amplifier, right? You know, like sometimes you'll plug in an amplifier, you'll plug your speakers up to the amplifier, and the amplifier itself is just noisy, Right. And especially, yeah. Michael, when you've got high-sensitivity speakers, mm -hmm. that's all you hear is... No, like a hit or something. Yep. That's so annoying. So that'll be one thing that I really want to kind of measure. Um, and then I was also, like I was telling you guys backstage, I've commissioned a fellow uh, in the UK who's I paid him like 3000 bucks just for the parts alone, and I'm going to pay him for his time to build it. But he's building me four different speaker loads. Um, and it's basically just a redundant pair, right? So... One pair of speaker loads is going to be for testing like easy loads, like a like a like a six ohm nominal type speaker, and it'll emulate a two way. And then the other set is going to be for a hard speaker load, so it'll be like a three to four ohm nominal dips down into two ohms um, for a hard speaker load. So that way I can test the amplifiers to see like, okay, could this drive electrostats, or is it better mm -hmm. off driving like your standard old like ninety nine dollar, not very hard to drive bookshelf mm -hmm. type speaker, or can it do more than that? Yeah. So it'll be cool, man. It'd be interesting like to see 
something like a really inexpensive amp, like maybe the Emotiva Basic series, you know, yeah. compared to like, a, like, what does a pair sound? You know, is there some differences there? Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of expecting what I'll run into is basically just I'm going to be verifying the manufacturer's claims. Mm. Uh, but what I hope to do is to maybe have like a database of just self noise, right? Just mm. isolate the inputs and just test the noise because, man, I don't want, I, there's nothing more annoying than having a system turn on and you just hear, mm-hmm. and it's hard to find amplifiers that are really low um, in, in their own noise. Because... Is that a linear thing that would happen though? Like, oh, okay, if, if my speaker's about an eight ohm and then I have another one that's four ohm, do I expect? It's not even that. It's it's just the voltage that you're like the the speaker, uh, the amplifier is putting out on its own, right? Just like when when you have the volume turned all the way down, or the gain on the amplifier turned all the mm-hmm. way down, or the gain on the processor turned all the way down, what is it self noise? Like if you mm-hmm. um, loop back or not loop back, but oh um, okay, isolate the inputs, right? Just make like a closed path on the input short. The inputs is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And then you just measure the outputs and see what kind of, like, is there any noise coming out of it, right? And I can do that with the AP. So that'd be cool. Uh, you know, it's something I wish I could do a long time ago. It would be interesting for people to understand how it relates to, like, audible noise. Like, compared yeah, to what... for sure. Like, compare that to, I don't know, a computer fan or something that you kind of know the sound of. Right. I don't know. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. what I was hoping was that depending on whatever metric that I'm using, like if I measure the self noise of the amplifier, um, if I measure it in, let's say milliwatts or probably like millivolts or something like that, you know, whatever kind of voltage is coming out, mm-hmm. then I can say, all right, well, with a, with a speaker with a sensitivity of this at 2.83 volts, then I can just back out. Okay. As soon as you plug this in, it's going to have 50 DB of noise just coming out of the speaker at 12 feet away or something like that right like i think it, i think you could probably quantify it that way at least to me on the surface seems that seems pretty straightforward to do it's just a couple yeah. math equations and that's it i mean it's very simple stuff yeah yeah so i'm we'll excited see. for that yeah I'm, I'm excited i was looking at power supplies to maybe start doing car audio amplifiers actually that's why i care about noise is because in car audio um you're sitting so close to the speakers it's the same thing sure. i guess with like with near field monitoring speakers, you're so dang close. If there's any noise in that, in anything in that system, it's coming out of those you're speakers. You want to hear it? It's going to drive you nuts. So. And, and what people don't realize, I think, sometimes is like with these studio monitors, they're almost always like at max, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. you're just adjusting the 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 gain on your source, you know. So you're not right. adjusting the volume on the actual monitors themselves. So sometimes it's at fifty percent. Which is usually it seems to be like about eighty percent of the power at least. It seems like the yeah. last half is not the same for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it no, I, and that's actually something else I plan to test too. I mean, playing around with this Macintosh processor, the one of the first things I was doing was I was just checking the 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 voltage coming out of it, like any kind of self noise floor coming out at the mm-hmm. at its mute versus like its lowest volume setting at like maybe hundred dB or what negative hundred dB, whatever that volume setting is. I don't know what it is. And then yeah. it can go up to like plus 18. So I was going from lowest to highest and seeing if it changes at all. And it doesn't change at all, which to me is good. Because like a lot of car audio amplifiers, you know that when you turn the gain up, all you hear is shh, you know, like it yeah, just yeah, keeps, yeah. It's the not noise doing it just starts raising and raising. So yeah, that's that's one of the things I'd also like to play around with. That'll be interesting, man. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting stuff. Um, What are they saying here? I saw you a question some... here. So uh, Chris... Uh, the Macintosh 
the MX100, I've posted uh, like a, a report on my YouTube page and my Facebook group page for people to go ahead and look at and give me any kind of feedback. Uh, the MC462, I posted some preliminary results in 8-ohm on my Patreon page. And I also think that what I'm probably going to wind up doing is just for the sake of keeping me sane, when I do these reviews, I will create create an entire report like that tells you exactly how the test was ran. It gives me like 40-something pages of results. Just ridiculous. I'm never going to post that online. Like I'm not going to post all those graphics online. It's ridiculous. But I'm thinking what I'll do is if you're a patron, then you know for the, the $5 tier and up, mm -hmm. it's yours. You can download it whenever you want. I'll put the whole report out there. Because otherwise, it's just a pain, man. I don't really want to have yeah. to get into that kind of level of detail in a in a written review. I do not. And I think if anybody really wants to know the details, they can have at it. Sounds good. Uh, how about you, Michael? What are you up to? So I've got a ton of catching up to do, man. I mean, just literally. I've been saying it a while, but I, there's just been so many projects. Getting this room you know, done. We've got other projects in the house um, trying to finish those up and everything, all the, all the review stuff has just been on the back burner. So I got a lot like, yeah, some catching up to do, huh? Man. It's like the garage is getting full. The theater room is getting full. I got speakers everywhere, amplifiers, all kinds of stuff, man. Video processors. So I, hear you. I just got to, I just got to grind. Now I'm back from vacation. No <laughs> excuse, man. Just get on uh, it. You're refreshed, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, can I see that one resistor that you had, Aaron? You had like a little yellow yeah. resistor or something like that. Can I see that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Looked about the size of the um the heat sink on the back of that clip sub, remember? You were laughing at that little heat sink. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes, you are right. About like that right there. It's about that size, yeah. Yeah, what's really uh, interesting about these is that so I bought three 47 ohms and two 33 ohms. Right. So the total of five will give me a 8.03 ohm load. Right. When all of those are wired up. And when I bench tested this Macintosh amp, mm -hmm. um, so each of these are rated for 100 watts each. So all five of them in total gets me 500 watts. And that's about where the Macintosh amp tops out at. And when I was benching it and then using that FLIR camera adapter, what I expected was that each of the resistors would, would probably show up the same color, but the 33 ohm resistors were about like 10 degrees warmer. And I thought that was really interesting. So yeah. somebody who knows resistors better than I do probably would be like, oh, yeah, that's whatever. But yeah, Croson, I paid $500 for the resistors. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm spending some money. I'm, I'm looking at my bank account like I got to stop. Those uh, some of those can get really scary hot, too. I don't know if people realize. Like, yeah, no, they're they're about 100 degrees Fahrenheit to the touch. Like that's and that's why I'm using that camera is because mm -mm. I want to see what the difference is when I bolt them down to the heat sink and apply the paste and all that stuff. And then I can check on them because once one of you fry one of those things, it's got to be replaced. So if something were to ever go bad in the load, I can use the camera to help me quickly identify. Uh, like, you know, that's yeah, it. yeah. You know, the only reason I know those get really hot, like I wouldn't have known except for I think I had to use one for um you know, like for headlights or something, I think I had to use like some kind of resistor to make something work. I forgot yeah. what it was, but it, you know, they sell these resistors and you're, I guess you're supposed to like mount them onto the body of the car, but they get like scary hot. Like yeah, they do. It seems like it could catch fire or something. So I'm, I'm, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, but yeah, they get mad hot. Let's see. Speaking of car stuff, I was working on some car stuff earlier. Let's see. I think I have some photos to share too. 
Okay, so I've been, you guys know, I've been working on my Magic Beans app for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh man, I'm so excited because like it's getting closer and closer. You know, there's all these iterations where we're just adding features, you know, making it easier to use. And then the final step is to make it look good. Right. But of course, it needs to work. Like we're just wor- working on making sure that it works, but also that it delivers good results. Right. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that I've always said, you know, the target curves, people ask like, you know, they they say like, is Harmon target curve good? This is a conversation we had mm-hmm. many times. And I actually have some photos here to show you guys why an arbitrary individual target curve doesn't make sense. And it's because every situation is different. So let me see if I can share this here. So present, share, and this one. So check this out. Does this look like a target curve that you guys have seen before? It doesn't, right? So this is the target curve in, in my van. So I don't know. This might make sense to you, Aaron, but up here, uh, it looks like loudness is enabled. Huh? No, you know what it is. I have uh, the drivers, the front drivers are mounted so they face up and hit the windshield. Yeah. They're like that situation. Though. So none of it hits you direct. Right. Right. It's, I don't have anything on A pillar, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just this. But this is the actual response. You know, this is the optimal target curve, which nobody would ever pick. Right. Nobody would say, hey, you know what? I, I have an idea. Let's use this one. And I was very skeptical. And that's why I wanted to test the situation because I knew it was like a weird, odd situation. I tried it out. I'm like, dang, in five minutes. So I just used the app for five minutes. It gave me a EQ target that was better than what I w- had been working on for, you know, sometimes I'll work on the car for six, eight hours. You guys, you know, Aaron, you've been in the car just messing around oh, with, like, for dang. hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's just one day. You know, and then you do it the next day and the next day. So I probably spent yeah. a good 30, 40 hours on this tuning it. And I spent five minutes and I'm like, oh, man, that sounds better than what I had already done before. It, it's on top of what I de- did before. But the fact that it improved the sound, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, it's all about being on top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so I just uh, this we we can export to graphic EQ. So I just use the graphic. I could also do parametric. But I'm like, you know, I just wanted to do it quick. I'm on, I'm on vacation. I just wanted to see if this thing worked. Yeah. And so I did it there. Boom. And I listen, looks ridiculous. And I'm like, dang, it actually sounds better. That's that's silly. So my <laughs> point being, that's a target curve, right? So here's mm-hmm. a target curve for this van, right? And then I did the Mercedes SUV. And this is that the target curve for that one. So that's more, you know, what we kind of expect. So that does look a little bit more similar to the Harman target, right? But both of them, you know, the, my whole point being, there is no one particular target for everything, right? Yeah, for every manufacturer, right? Every situation, every speaker, you know, it's it's going to be different yeah. all the time. And you need to figure out what that target curve is. And that's the whole point of uh, the Magic Bean stuff. So, so yeah, this is the Mercedes. Let's see if I have any more pictures here. What happened? Uh, so here's here's how that Mercedes uh measures. Oh, Check out the base. Oh, 
well, the, holy crap. I was like, oh, the scale's not, but that's 20 dB, man. And it peaks at, what is that like? That's the main listening position. That's not Hold near on. the thing. That's at the main listening. And this is, if this I'm is dr- everything. That's like 120 hertz at the peak. Okay. And here's what's crazy. This is this is accurate. And this is with bass, mid-range, and treble all, all at default at zero. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, this is just the way they've tuned it. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was impressed with the top end. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. You know, that's pretty reasonable for a car. I'm like, what is going on here? And I think it's just because they don't want to show that it doesn't, you know, hold on. Let me see. You know, if this is, this should be the target, right? Yeah. But I think they don't want to show that it doesn't play very deep. Yeah. Mm. You know, so they're like, just put a big bump there. People yeah. will think it make has it, a lot of bass. Yeah, yeah. Make it sound like it has a lot of bass. That's like my rel. <laughs> but only when you stack three of them on top of each other. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, just even I had to turn the bass down like to the lowest possible setting, and it sounded yeah. better. It already sounded better. I, I needed to actually do some more to kind of extend it out, but all it has is bass, mid range, and treble. So anyway, hopefully that gives some insight into target curves. You know, I was kind of surprised that their target curve was so kind of like flat at the um mid-range and top end i can't press back anymore like here that looks pretty good for a target mm-hmm. curve you know for a car so anyway that's what's going on chana what's up man speaking of cars i just got home from a seven hour drive so oh mm-hmm. where i was yeah yeah you gotta measure your car and see what i what, i uh, i i i find it hilarious that in the chat mike and joe are like sending pictures of them in the snow. <laughs> that's that's like that's what we, I, we've been living since like like November. So that was that was a nice little change. I always say I love to visit it, but I have zero desire to live in it, man. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah, no, totally. Uh, that's crazy you know, um, what y'all have to go through. So, so Mike put up this video or sent a video of uh, his son like shoveling the front of like getting to their condo. That's really weird, dude. Because like our condo we pay for like mm-hmm. our property manager comes and snow blows yeah. the walkways wow. to the, to the front door. So it's kind of right. odd that like on a rental, yeah, I'd be like, Hey, it was weird. I thought we were at the wrong place. We pull up and I'm like, is That's this the right one? It says C2. Oh, you got I'm a like... youth man deal. I mean, you have to do your own snow removal. That's funny, man. But he had, that's what I was telling him earlier. He was filming. It wasn't Michael doing the, it was somebody else, but he was, it was not, it was my girl, my daughter's boyfriend that was doing oh, it. Oh, okay. My bad. I thought that was yeah. Cool. Couldn't tell. Yeah, my son was the one that face planted into the snow. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. And and buried himself completely in the snow. I saw that. That, oh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. They had uh, me says, come out. They texted me. They said, Dad, come outside. They're like, I said, What's up? They said, because they've been playing out there literally for hours. They're digging holes, they're doing snowball fights and building barricades and bunkers in the snow and everything. And and then they're like, come out here. I said, what am I looking for? They're like, find Jacob. I'm looking around. <laughs> I'm like, I said, I think he's right there. And it wasn't. He was way out there deep. It was funny. He was totally Yeah. Hey, uh, I was Ike, says, Ike says he wants to be a, a lab rat for the Magic <laughs> Beans app. There you uh, go. Chana, you were, you were a lab rat. Yeah. I did that. Well, how, uh, how many days ago was that? Uh, um, that ago? was Friday night. Friday night? Friday night, and then I couldn't do. He's like, "Here, yeah, yeah." It was like 10 p.m. I'm like, "Dude, man, I'm not about to blast stuff over here. I gotta like go to sleep." Um, so Friday, I did another seven-hour drive. I dropped 
the wife and kid off in Mojave. And then it was like a handoff. And then her mom picked her up from Mojave. They went on a cruise. So they've been cruising it up. Carnival cruise, you know, like the Ensenada mixed, you know, Uh three day thing out of Long Beach. So then I actually had time to make videos. So I was just banging them out. You know, I did like like a tutorial for the toolkit on the level matching. And then, then, you know, I also shot one for the um, speaker crossover points things. And then like Friday night, Joe's like, hey, 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 I got, hey, just try this out. Go, go find your mini DSP. I'm like, ah, you know, I just cleaned up around here and cleaning up really means i just kind of stash it like kind of move it off like, to out the, of the side yeah, out of the way underneath the curtain i don't know so i'm like damn where's that stupid mic i remember in the after show i was flinging it around like a lasso or you know um anyway found it and then we did 2.1 we did with with his uh, magical beans um hold on tell the story right though because i i talked to you earlier that night and I was like, hey, you know, you down to do it? It's just going to take like 20 minutes, like something real quick, right? Yeah, fucking like, yeah, yeah. Let me, I just need to, go to, the, I just need to go to the store real quick, right? Yeah, yeah. So you get back from the store and I'm like, all right, bro, I'm ready. Like I, I was setting up the whole time and he's like, ah. Like, what are you talking about? You, just, you said you're going to go to the store. <laughs> oh, when you yeah. come back, you're going to be ready. And then when you come back, you're like, Grr. I was like, oh, I don't know. Do I don't know, man. I don't know. Because like, I just, I've done it. a seven hour drive. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I had done another seven-hour drive. Monday. I just thought it was Friday. funny that you changed your mind after coming back back from the yeah. Because dude, going to the market is just an ordeal. Like if you can imagine your your regular supermarket's um, parking lot. Mm-hmm. Now imagine seventy-five percent of it covered in like five feet of snow. So there's nowhere to park. So you got to park and then walk all the way. Like from like it's just a nightmare. Um, yeah, yeah, Jason. I I sent that out the next day. As soon as I saw Jason, uh, your name. Uh, did you do you guys want to see this weird name that came through? An address. <laughs> we gotta show this. Uh-oh. This is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what happened, dude. When I go to the market, sometimes I come back and I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah we're done, sad. we're done. Like, yeah. oh man. So how did how did it end up sounding? Because it was quick, right? I didn't it, was. it was. It was 2.1. Um, so we did the subwoofer and the and the front uh left and right. And I was just like, oh man. I'm like, dude, this sounds so good. I can't, I gotta listen to it tomorrow. Cause I wasn't able to like turn it up. It was like 10 30 or something. Um, and you know, there's all these renters and stuff asleep, and the dogs were already asleep. So I was just like, ah, we'll just do it tomorrow. And then that's when I posted the um mm-hmm. what is it? The uh the Instagram story. I went yeah. through a bunch of music. And wow, wow, man, it's pretty yeah. impressive. Pretty impressive for like an auto app because I remember when Joe did it manually, like it took quite a while. I, of course, that was only two speakers <laughs> out of, you know, two speakers in a sub as opposed to nine speakers in a sub. How about the fact that it took it? So the first one, the manual one we did was like six hours. This yeah. seriously took like 20 minutes and we didn't yeah. do anything Odyssey related. You didn't even turn on Odyssey. Mm. No, no, didn't graphic. have to turn on Odyssey. Like, I'm taking the measurement. I'm looking at the computer, and then the whole screen goes green. That means it's got the measurement. And then, like, I run over to the main listening position, take that measurement, and then, bing! It's like it's like, oh, you're done. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah. Well, it's, did you like that you you just did it with a graphic EQ? Oh yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I don't have multi EQX, right? So that's another two hundred bucks. So you can <laughs> export it for a graphic EQ, and then you just go into the equalizer and plug in those settings. And Jose. 
Yes, and Jose as well. He comes along <laughs> with the calibration. I have my bed all to myself. Now, Angela's going to come running in like that CNN anchor. She's going to come tearing in the room and yank her out of there. You want to say hi to my mom? You want to say hi to everybody? Say hi, mom. Hello. Hey, mom. How are you? Hi. Huh? Hello. I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now. I got, we got like a hundred people saying, saying hi to you. Saying hi. 114. I'll talk, I'll, t- I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye, mom. There you go. Bye-bye. There you go. All right. Tell her I'm coming um, over for supper later. Supper. <laughs> only, I told you only my great grandma used to say supper. Dinner, man. I, I thought Dinner, that was like an supper. old school term. Supper, y'all. Sup, supper, supper and time. you know the guy's heavy set. Those are the two things she used to say. Heavy set. Heavy set. Heavy set. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to take a picture of this. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah. So look, this is what happens when when people oh, hate you. Look at this. When people hate you, uh, but they still want your your product. This is the name. Oh, Hell funny. no at 000 North Pole, North Pole, California, 90210. Clearly. But, but, <laughs> is your name crazy. Brandon Walsh? Is that, is that... I guarantee it's somebody who's, uh, you know, hating on her stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he just needed to see. Either that or somebody so paranoid that they, sure, they, they, yeah. <laughs> that they don't want spam in their email. I don't, I don't understand. Like I've got like twenty email addresses. Like if I if I want to sign up for some random thing that you know, like uh, I I I bought some of those random shirts that like you know like a Daft Punk shirt that pops up on my Facebook feed. Yeah, I give mm-hmm. my junk email address to that. You know, it's <laughs> it's what you guys you you guys are gonna fight about the supper. Hate so much they had to have yeah. Um, so yeah, somebody signed yeah. Michael up for some uh. For some email uh, stuff, uh, was, was about black, a year ago. Man. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, yeah know, I guarantee I know who it was. Yeah, I banned I, him. I banned yeah. that guy from my channel. He makes weird cat videos, and oh my goodness, I think we've all banned him. Yeah, yeah. I had to block some sites too. He signed. He signed me up for all kinds of. Had, he blocked me. He blocked out some sites. So if weird. Uh, so here's the crazy thing. He had to visit those weird sites. Right, he had to go for them. Yeah, <laughs> so he must have knew what they were. So that just says a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. So if you come over to the pad, if you come over to visit one of these days, and you're like, "How come I can't get to the site?" It's just because I had to block it for that guy. So <laughs> that makes sense. Um, you say me out. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention when I was doing the magic beans thing. I wanted to show you guys this thing. This is a IMM six. Oh yeah, little, I've got one of those. Dayton audio, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, you have to use a, you know, dongle life, right? But this is a pretty cool little mic. This is a calibrated yeah. mic. Hmm. You, know, you can download nice. a calibration file for it. Cool. And uh, yeah, does it thing on the end? If you don't want to, what's that? Is it two mics on the end? No, it's actually a microphone, a little mm-hmm. tiny microphone capsule, and okay. then it has a three point five uh, oh, headphone. headphone oh, so uh, if okay. you want to still uh, be able to use that. Nice. But it's it works even without the calibration file. I found that it was reasonably flat. At least this one is, and it's like twenty six, twenty seven bucks. So if you want to do something like that, you know, this will work with the Magic Beans app when it's ready. Can you uh, can you go over there, please? Thanks. All right. 
Sorry about that. Um, what else? What else? What else? <laughs> Slim's late because he was eating supper. He's eating supper, of course. That's what you're supposed to do. I think I'm going to use that tonight. Like an evening meal, typically a light or informal one. Supper versus light- dinner. Dinner and supper are both used to refer to the main meal of the day and especially to that meal as eaten in the evening. Supper is used especially when the meal is an informal one eaten at home. You losers, while dinner tends to be the term chosen when the meal is more formal. So, like I said, supper. Because y'all just sit around with your freaking tuxedos on, apparently, at the house, eating dinner. I do, I do. Freaking weirdos. Eating caviar and... Champagne. Yeah, champagne. I mean, it's, 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 it's not called last, the last dinner, right? It's called last supper. So yeah. I get, I, I, yeah, I, all right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's godlike. Put away chat GPT already, bro. Mm. Yeah, you guys, chat you guys G- play with that a little bit. Uh, I've oh seen. My goodness, there's an interesting thread on um, ASR where I've seen somebody had linked me to it, and they um, asked me what I thought. It was somebody said, "Well, chat GPT replaced audio reviewers." And I was like, well, that's an interesting concept. So I like read through it. And I think somebody mm. had like, you know, tried to generate some kind of audio review. And I was like, that's pretty neat. Somebody, somebody did real yeah. re- recently. Well, yeah. um, what I find is a lot of times it's wrong. Like it's just yeah, factually yeah. incorrect. Because oh, yeah. it, incorrect. It says it right there. It's a lot of words. It sounds like it's trying to be convincing, but at the same time, it's just wrong. It, it'll say, so I, I asked it some very, very technical questions, right? That only like, like a handful of people actually know. And so it says, hey, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not for like researching stuff. I'm a text. I'm a, you know, text generator. Mm-hmm. I generate text. Right. And of course, yeah. it can look up some stuff that's available. <clears throat> but um, a lot of times you'll ask it a question. I'll ask it a question. And I think my question was like, does Dolby Atmos use um, uh, uh, VBAP? Vector base array panning, right? Oh, yeah. Ooh, like, yeah. not a lot of people know the answer to that, right? Yeah. Uh, and it said, yes, it does. And I, I said, are you sure? And it said, sorry for the confusion. Upon second thought or whatever, I looked it up <laughs> yes. again, and it does not. And I'm like, make up your mind. Like, which one is it? Does it or does it not? And then it said, no, it actually does not. So, like, I had to ask it a couple times, and it actually got the right answer. But the first answer was just straight up incorrect, you know? So yeah, you got to be careful if you're using that. It's not it's not for you know giving you the the correct answer. Mm-hmm. I think what giving what, you a bunch of text. Yeah. yeah. What what's helped me is like I'll write out because when I do certain things, I can just free talk. Certain things I'll script out, and so sometimes I'll script it out and I'll feed it into there, and I'll say, "Hey, can you improve this?" And I'll see what it has, and sometimes it'll add some thoughts that I didn't think of. Or it'll phrase something a little bit better, you know, kind of sounds more fluid or whatever. But pretty much that's what I've used it for. But I don't see, I mean, I can see that there are going to be people, like I saw a comment from Homeboy. He said he's doing it or he's seeing that in his um, school because he's a teacher. Oh, it actually, I I threw some math questions at it, Mm -hmm. uh, like specifically like word problems. And it did that surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of trippy, and I I think I heard that initially it started off as a, some kind of like a language based AI, and then mm-hmm. they started teaching it how to code. You know, mm-hmm. they started throwing code at it, and then yeah. it started understanding like logic. Yeah, 
I've heard people so, building websites whoa, whoa. with them. And yeah, see, yeah. see that, that, kind, that kind of stuff, totally easy for it to do because it's just code, right? And it'll mm -hmm. just look up how to do the code and this, that, yeah. and the other. But, uh, yeah. you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, there was this funny uh, TikTok. There's this professor. He's like, all of you used ChatGPT on the last paper. <laughs> you, if you use ChatGPT on the next paper, you will fail. I will fail you and you will have to get your unit somewhere else. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of fun. Wow. Yeah, yeah. College kids already, already, <laughs> already trying to get on there. The other interesting thing is if you ever mess around with it, try to get it to <clears throat> give you an answer, but in the style of somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So I asked right now, like uh, explain the difference between supper and dinner in the style of macho man, Randy Savage. You know what I mean? And it said, oh, yeah, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the difference oh, yeah. between supper and dinner is as clear as day and night. Oh, hold on, let me just see. That's, <laughs> um, That's pretty good. So you see, brother, supper is all about family and chilling, while dinner is about business and being a boss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, um, there's, there's this video. Uh, what's his name? David Guetta went to... Um, chat gpt and said write a verse about uh future rave music in the style of eminem and so he did it and then he went to another ai thing and, and had you know eminem's voice say that and he took the vocal and made it into a song and it everybody thought it was like eminem like wow. it's just it's pretty crazy i heard about that yeah, that was on like cnn or something like then and then the guy was saying um, he wasn't releasing anything because he didn't understand the ethics of it right now. Like he still had questions right. about the, the ethics of doing that because, you know, he was mimicking and he was like, I don't know how this is going to go over. You know, like, yeah. are you going to be able to get sued for something like that? Yeah. Dude, like, Very interesting. I, I could, I could make like a song in Atmos and be like, Hmm, maybe I want Rihanna to sing this. She hasn't put out any music lately. And then boom, boom, boom. I got Rihanna on my song. Like how? Like what? What does that mean? Means some cool, 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 cool stuff can happen. <laughs> but you can probably go to jail too. I, I don't know. Probably. I'm trying one. I, I, I guess as long as you don't sell it. So, so that is a is is a different way to hack the music industry. Just put this big name artist on your song. It blows up from TikTok where wherever, and then all of a sudden they're like forced to like release the song. You know. <laughs> oh, that's so What's messed up. Oh, what happened? Hey. No. You know, uh, you know what? We should really challenge Chad GPT. Bro, I'm, do I'm doing okay. it right now. Check this out. Find okay. a way to make Aaron's hair grow back on. Oh, I got a way. <laughs> we'll pluck it off of your Look. butt. Look at <laughs> You guys can see this? <laughs> no. Make Actually, I'm going to make mine bigger. Right, can you see this? Let's go He's going to make his bigger. Solo. There All right, there we go. Oh gosh! All right. Works. Okay. All right. So I said, explain how a near field uh, scanner works in a way a five year old can understand and relate it to a wrestling to wrestling in the style of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> All right, All right buddy, let's buddy. talk about who wants to do the voice. Can anybody do a Hulk Hogan voice? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, anyway, he says, uh, so you you know how when Hulk Hogan enters the ring, he has to size up his opponent and figure out their strengths and weaknesses. Well, a clippable near-field scanner is kind of like that. It helps engineers size up and understand the strengths and weaknesses of speakers so they can make them sound even better. 
<laughs> the scanner looks at the speaker really closely and measures how it moves when it makes sound. It can tell if there, there are any problems with the speaker, like if it's wobbling too much or making weird noises. That way, the engineer can figure out what to do to make the speaker sound better and perform like a champion in the ring. Nice. So just like Hulk Hogan has to figure out how to beat his opponent in the ring, engineers use a clipple near-field scanner to figure out how to make speakers sound their best. It's like wrestling for speakers. <laughs> I like it. Dude, I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. What's that amazing to me is how quickly it processes that. I know it. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Because yeah. usually yeah. by the time you hit enter, it just starts typing. And you can tell it to be real specific. You're like, write five paragraphs or use this and then whatever. One time I, I was, I copied my whole script, pasted it in there. I said, see if you can make this better. And it stopped like mid-sentence. And I'm like, I said, you didn't finish. And it said, oh, I'm sorry. And it started back. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It, they basically say you can have a conversation with this thing and have dialogue and it's it's definitely um it's definitely wild, man. It, it could be very wrong though. That's the funny thing. The funny thing oh, is like yeah. how oh hundred percent. <laughs> I just I'm catching up on some of these. Dolby doesn't use VBAP, brother. <laughs> yeah. um, Dude, I said uh, explain in, Interstellar in terms of Batman, and it gave me a. I'm not going to read it, but it gave me a reply, and I'm sitting here like, okay, <laughs> that's crazy. I can. I just should have said yeah. explain Interstellar to me. So the, the, here's the, the funny thing, though. I asked it, can you tell me what's the real name? What's Technodad's real name? Right. And it, oh, yeah. I'll tell you honestly I'll, exactly what it said. It said Technodad's real name is Joe and tell. <laughs> I'm like, what? I said, no, it's not. He said, oh, it's Lon. Like Lon, Lon Seidman. Like, he, showed, he showed me this yeah, like, no, the other day I was over the weekend. I was like, what oh. is this? Anyway. Anyway, crazy. We had to we had to touch on ChatGPT. Yeah, it says Everybody. he chooses to remain anonymous using a voice modulator to conceal their identity. That's what this actually says about Technodad. <laughs> he oh that, oh, there's another Technodad, right? Chana, isn't there another like Technodad? Oh, there's there's this guy, um, Technoblade, oh. and then his dad. Everyone refers to as Technodad, and so like. I guess hmm. this Technoblade guy passed away. And so in Twitter, I'm always getting tagged because they think I'm his dad. Right. Um, and it's, hmm. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That's sad too. Very kind of, yeah. Because you don't want to yeah. be a jerk. Like, quit tagging yeah, no, me. I'm like, I don't want to be like, hey. Uh, um, do you guys nor uh, run your subs hot after calibration? 100%. Man, I make my shit hot during calibration. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Uh -huh. um, I actually just hot. made a video about this exact thing, Brian. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, today's video. Um, yeah. But yeah. What do you guys? I mean, I used to do that with Odyssey. I'd have to go like. No. Here's the reason up. why you shouldn't use um, Chat GPT for your research papers, though. I said, what is Daily Hi-Fi Podcast about? And then the second paragraph, Daily Podcast is hosted by Michael O'Neill. Who's a passionate audiophile and music lover? <laughs> who's, who's Michael O'Neill? I don't know. Okay, you need to ask Chat GP. Yeah, who's okay, yeah, so yeah, you got to go down the rabbit hole. Who's Michael yeah. O'Neill? Like, who are you talking about, bro? So, you, do you run your subs hot? Was the question? Yeah, yeah. After calibration, after so, if you yeah. if you do the proper target curve, you don't need to run them hot. Yeah, there's no need to go 
extra. You probably will need to run them hot if you use Odyssey yeah. because it, it makes them too low. So you running them hot is actually not just hot. It's not running them hot. It's actually just doing it normal. If that makes any sense. Uh, what other questions here? There's some of those things. Earlier. From Jason. Jason, I don't know if you're still around. This was earlier on. He says, uh, loving the podcast. I'm curious if any of you use a MacBook for REW measurements. Yes, I do. I can test tone all five speakers, but no subwoofer? Yeah, you can. If you plug in an HDMI cable, you should be able to access 7.1. So yep. all those, including Aren't the subwoofer. RC610, does the receiver matter? The receiver shouldn't matter. You just have to select it, right? 7.1 output? Mm, yeah, yeah. And I'm just trying to think what you have to do. Yeah, you have to just, in the drop down there, you se you select HDMI, and it should show uh, your AVR there. But yeah. Randall said not all, H not all MacBooks have HDMI. Yeah, you'll have to use some sort of dongle. I use a dongle. I hate it. Yeah. Hate your dongle? Dongle. Dude, I'd hate dongle. it too if it looked like you, but whatever. <laughs> Oh, it looks like your face. Slim with a tilted grin. Anybody get the uh, reference? Probably not. Let's keep going. Yeah. Thank Oh, my dude, God, dude. On, bro. You're my, okay, all right. That's all too right. easy. I was like, Listen, there was something last week. I can't remember. You two, uh, Michael and Joe, y'all were talking about something, and I cannot remember what it was, but y'all said something and immediately, like my head kicked into like a song or something, and right at the same time, I hear Chana come in with it, and I was like, there he is. Uh, there he is. <laughs> I almost stopped the car to pull over so I could reply right at that moment. Be like, dude, I love you. <laughs> awesome, it was so man. good. Awesome. I can't remember what it was. I need to go back and find it. I can always uh, count on Chana. Is where is oh <laughs> is uh is so Chris asks is March audio deal audio deals month? Have you guys seen um, any audio deals? No, I know like TV deals. Yeah, yeah. Monoprice has a subwoofer on sale, the 215. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so uh Monoprice has all these like things on sale. Monolith. I don't, was it Monolith and Monoprice or just Monolith? Did you guys see? Mm -hmm. I just only saw the subwoofers. So. Yeah, so I bought two more of those 5.1 systems. Like the ones that Chana and I use for the studio. I saw it on sale on Monolith's website for 400 and 30 bucks something like that i'm like oh that's a crazy deal it's normally 800 bucks right mm -hmm. and then i saw it on amazon for 370 something like wow what the heck oh wow a few days later i'm like i just bought another set so i never buy speakers i don't have to buy speakers i have so many but i like these so much i i ended up buying them but i just yeah. thought it was weird that they were on sale and it's like it's not like any type of black friday there's nothing going mm -hmm. on like where are these where are these sales coming from that's what I thought was kind of odd. Next, Chris so, says Elax got the reference DBR 62s on sale. Okay. So I don't know if it's a thing that's happening right now where everything's on sale. Have you guys seen any other things aside from? I mean, um, TVs. Oh. Hmm. Because uh, what do you call it? March, April are when the this year's models are coming out. So last year's models are starting to like price drop. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not complaining. I like the sales because I mean I I bought I bought another two pair of those speakers to run the front wides a while back though right no I, I bought I bought the 
top ones, but I still okay. haven't. But so I bought another pair to do front lines. Yeah. But um, I got my front wides hooked up. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And were you wrong on your video? Do you have to make a new video? I was wrong. No, front wides are awesome. No. I was 100% correct. And it's even worse now if somebody mixes in 916 <laughs> and then you are listening on a 512 or something like that, or like five year level speakers. No. You know, uh, Atmos is not matrixing as, as well as they, you know, want it to matrix. Mm. Unless, unless you're running a trend off, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of, I mean, it, it, the front, like, so I, I went, I, I unplugged the side surrounds and the fronts. <laughs> so I had the center channel and the, mm. and the, uh, and the front wides and the surround back. And then the heights were still plugged in. So I just, I just, you know, undid one cable on each of the other speakers just to make sure, you know, what I programmed to be in the front wides are in the front wides. And, um, in, in the new song, the K5 song that I'm doing that I'm remixing and like, it's there. But like soon as like we go to like five one two, man, it like it kind of can't figure it out that well. So I think I'm I, I'm gonna have to make a few other files and okay. test them out, but I think I'm right. I think so does it upmix content into those wides? Like let's say if I'm playing five point one, does like does it automatically say, Hey, let's throw some stuff no, in? No, because it's not part of a bed track. So I, I have to play some for upmixing though. Like, oh, upmixing. Up yeah. Some people say upmixing works. I didn't try any upmixing, okay. man. It's all, right. all, it's all native content here, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm not upmixing into my front wides. Mm -hmm. Although that's that's what everybody like. When I made that video, people that have front wides and somebody convinced them to spend the extra money to have, to install it in their home theater, they're like, no, they're great. I upmixing. No, 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 no. We're not talking about upmixing. We're talking about native content. Is it worth it for native content? And, okay, but what if and, what if you know, what if it is actually good for up mixing though, because that was our argument for oral, right? Yeah, everybody's like, "There's no native content." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't use it for that." I just well, I don't think mix. the uh, I don't think uh, the oral or I don't think oral will use the front wide. I don't I think so either. It. But I'm just saying that if people use that to up mix content and it makes their 5.1 stuff sound better, that, that's a use case. I, yeah, you know, yeah, it, totally, totally. But as far as like, you know, when we're speaking. Just Dolby Atmos. I, yeah. I don't. There's not a whole lot. I hear you. Yeah. So Jordan asked this earlier. He says, "Here's a video idea for Joe and Michael: budget versus premium coaxial surround and height speakers. Monolith THX versus the JTR one ten. Well, that's a, that's a that's a little bit of a size difference there. Yeah, just a little bit. What is the size on the JTR one ten? Like a ten inch, right? Yeah, it's ten, 10 inch, inch coaxial. Yeah, correct. You don't. We don't even need to make the video. You can say it right now. You can make the video right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, coaxial it has the benefits that we all know that it's a point source and the tweeters in the middle and you know, I mean that's gonna that Time aspect line. is gonna be the same. But the fact that one's a four and a half <laughs> inch driver and the JTR is a ten or whatever it is, it's gonna be a huge difference huge in difference, yeah. in output capability. And sensitivity, right? Um, and yeah, I mean the the monolith will probably hit lower. <laughs> kind of joking, but ATR usually they make their stuff like really roll off pretty hard, right? Because they want it to play loud. 
Like, what is it rated for? 80 hertz? Or? Let me look. I'll find out. Because the monolith is rated to 80 hertz, right? 110 slants are rated down to, yeah, 80 hertz to 20,000. Yep. Yeah. So it'll probably just do that way louder. 95 then, dB sensitive. What's that? 95 dB sensitivity. 95. It's like 83 or 82 or something like that. Yeah, and 124 dB, and it says calculated peak, 127 dB, minus 3 dB compression. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. And I'm sure Aaron probably can tell you the difference of a 4.5 inch and a 10 inch. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, what's going to happen uh, driver-wise, Aaron? Plus, it'll handle 750 watts continuous, which would okay, be... Okay, that's a little different. Sense. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a huge, that's crazy, huge man. difference. Yeah. yeah. Put Aaron's uh, Macintosh on that joker. Yeah, for real. Because yours is what, 450? Yeah. No, it's yeah, it, uh, 450 or 650. Maybe it's 650 it's, and it's 4 ohms. Four, it's 450. Well, it's supposed to be regulated, so it's supposed to be like 450 at, at 2, 4, and 8. But then... Oh, okay. I read Stereo Files review because I was comparing my results to theirs just to make sure that mm -hmm. like mine at least makes sense. Yeah, and sure. I seem to recall them showing higher higher ratings, but like Macintosh also rates their uh, power at very low distortion. So I, mm -hmm. it's hard for me to say basically because the numbers that Stereo File gave I think are like mm -hmm. at a distortion level of one percent, whereas Macintosh rates them at 0 0.01. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I can verify that what Macintosh says with eight, eight list to eight ohms. Yeah. Uh, it will do 452 or something like that. Like it does right at where they say it does. Awesome. And that's at 0.01%. At 1%, it was like 520 something watts per right. channel at 8 ohm. That's ridiculous, dude. It's a lot. Yeah. Huh. So what would um, cause that distortion to change? Is it volume? Is it the speakers that you've got connected to it? Well, it's just like, you know, at, so honestly, I'm not an amplifier engineer, so mm -hmm. I'm not going sure. to say anything that I don't know. I just can yeah. tell you that at some point it just gets to a threshold where I guess it just can't provide the power that, that you're asking of it. And okay. then it's, just, it's all distortion. And then it starts to add distortion. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, so I've been trying to read about this stuff and like, under you know, I understand the basics of amplifiers and stuff like that, but I'm not an electronics engineer. And yeah. dude, well, it's, I mean, like, if it's you're a getting rabbit hole, man. From chat GPT, then I wouldn't. Well, that's exactly where I'm getting them from, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, but it's all right, I figure. Yeah. There's well, this guy, Bruce, is, is asking multitude of questions here. Let's okay. see what's up with Bruce. Hey, guys, thanks for being so helpful. Should we consider same model while considering dual sub setup? Or can mismatch driver and amp power, but the enclosure type must be the same in regards of its size? Continues. For dual setup in my room, I have the only place for the sub to uh, go at midpoint of my 2200 cubic foot space. I can place for one large 15-inch sub, 20-inch by 20-inch sub cabinet size max to fit in my space. But another on the other side, probably maybe go for an SB... 3000 size max. Yeah, I think I answered Bruce on my channel, so I'll let you guys take this one. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, should you use the same model when considering dual sub? Yeah, probably. Just makes it easier on you. You know, they have the same output capability and uh, they're going to have the same 
frequency response and and all that. So, I mean, you can you can mismatch them, but you better know your stuff when it comes to DSP, right? Uh, and especially just don't go like one ported and one sealed. You can, but again, that makes it Not even harder. You don't want to make <laughs> stuff harder for yourself. You yeah. want to make it easier. Easy peasy. So, yeah. So, so, I mean, should, should you just go with two SB 3000s then? I mean, side note, Chris Wyndham says he's headed to dinner, not supper. Oh, he's so fancy. You know. oh, look at him, though. <laughs> so he's Chris fancy. is getting dressed up. Yeah, he's going out. Right. He's getting... Hey, Chris is, Chris is bougie. It's all good. I'm with you, Chris. I had dinner earlier. I, no, I'm just going to go to a diner. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's going that, to a diner. That's one in. I know, I know. It's just so confusing. Eng English language. What the heck? Um, but yeah, I think one of the was the other question was about the room desert. size dual setup, and I have only place for the subs. To go at the midpoint of my 2200 cubic foot room, I can place one large 15 inch sub, 20 inch. Okay. Uh, but on the other side, probably I can go for maybe a. Okay. Uh, you can only place a mid, mid room. The midpoint uh, of the room. So, uh, you know, in essence, are those going to be kind of near field? Sort of? Going to be closer to his listening position? Hmm. Maybe he needs less base if that's the case. I don't know. You know, the tough thing about this is we have to really know where you're going to place them. How about Din Din? Yeah, that works too. You have to know where you're going to place the subs, and we also need to know how how the room responds. You know what I'm saying? So without that information, we can't say whether um, whether it's going to be enough. We we need more information. We need to know. <laughs> what your expectations for volume are, you know, where's your seat relative to the room. There's just a lot, you know, you're asking a question that's kind of complex. Uh, yeah. You can always, you can always email probably better, you know, with some photos, things like that. Um, yeah. It's just hard to just say straight up. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you should get these subs. I'll say it. No, <laughs> no denied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Step into my office. You're fired. No six minute abs. What? Six Why? <laughs> Come on, something about Mary. Come on. Ask Chat no, GPT if you can get your ear. awesome abs in six minutes a day. No, I can't. Tell you. Hey, I got I got kicked out of a a home theater Discord group. Yeah. Can what? I can. Yeah. 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 It's kind of funny because I'm I was in there in this little, just one group called Theory, right? And we're just there talking about all kinds of theory stuff. I probably posted I probably have like a thousand posts in there. I spent a ton of time in there just talking to you know some cool dudes about random like you know ideas about ways you know to use you know research and psychoacoustics and all. And we're just doing experiments, just messing around there. But of course, this is what I do, right? I, I have an app. <laughs> Were you too logical? Were you too logical? No, he used I'm, science. I'm making an app. <gasps> I, I'm using. Uh, we made the the audio toolkit, right? So a lot of the stuff that I learned from doing these things, I would like to share, right? I don't link. I've never linked to the toolkit. You know what I mean? Like the, to me, that's like not good form to like link to your stuff, right? Yeah. But recently, 
they were like, hey, you know, now that we should actually talk about this too. They're like, oh, Denon has Dirac now, right? Mm-hmm. You should. Somebody said you should make a video comparing those, and I said I've already made that video. I did that before. It's just it's behind a, a a paywall now, but because because he was a uh, he was asking him like you know what I'm gonna put it back on YouTube. I'm gonna take it off the paywall or not pay, take it off, but just put it so it's available. Here you go. And they're like, oh, you know, I got a private message saying, hey man, you know, uh, see you promoting self promoting a little bit more lately. I'm like, yeah. Because I'm working on stuff and people know what I'm working on and they ask me about it. That's why. You know what I mean? I- I'm That's saying it's very banned. lighthearted too. I'm not upset at all. Because truthfully, like, Chana and I started the spatial Discord. I think we probably have more people in there in like a couple weeks. You know? So I'm not worried. I'm not trying to promote my stuff on Discord. You know what I mean? I have, we, we have, have our own channel. I'm own there to talk Discord. to people and hang out and have a good time and i'm not that's not, that's joe's friday night yeah hey kind of try this app i got this new app God. here it's, <laughs> let me just say this it's not give you a little good, taste to channel it's not a good place to promote okay if 514 is gonna cost you you don't you don't want to do that you don't want to go on discord to try to promote on a discord with like like 200 people doesn't make any that's sense. literally what he did to me friday night he's <laughs> like here's let's do two channels 2.1 channel yeah what about my now other seven speakers bro anyway i just thought it was i i just wanted to explain to people that when this is what you do right you yeah. do audio stuff from morning to night it's kind of hard not to say what you're working on yeah it's not self-promotion it's just this is what you do and so it's kind of related you know i if you're if you just made a video about the same a topic that somebody mm-hmm. asked about are you not supposed to say i just made a video about that yeah you can go Always. look for it i don't yeah. i don't link to it i say you can right. go look for it you know i try to keep it cool but anyway anyway randall says you pissed was, off the cable nerds i just thought it was kind of funny so yeah whatever <laughs> no i'm not mad at you guys that's cool yeah um, just selling out on the corner now. <laughs> I sell it. Out on the He's turning audio tricks, baby. You rejected it. Oh, here, reverence. It's just funny the the accusations. Like people assume, right? I had someone ask me if I was involved in sack and trying to shill for it. I'm like, other than giving Chana more work to do, nah. You see what I mean? It's so weird because like, Reverend Slim is just very involved. He's he, I hope he enjoys helping people. Yeah, you know, because he's he's very helpful, dude. He's all all up in there. But if you're too helpful, it's like, oh, are you? Are you chilling? What's up? What's up? Yeah. How come you're so helpful? How come you're what, so what helpful? You, you this is you can't be doing this out of the goodness of your heart. No way. You cannot just yeah. want to help people in yeah. this day and age. What does the world come to? Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> um. Paul's it. Oh no, you lost the Discord channel. How will you create another one? Oh yeah, click that plus button. And no, oh, that's the other thing that's so weird. It's like, aren't these free? Like, it's not like you're paying for bandwidth or hosting. I don't. Yeah. I, I just oh, don't yeah. understand it. I don't get it. So it could be a power trip. I mean, I'm, you know what I mean. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. But uh, mm. I won't. I won't assume. Um, yeah, I won't assume. Anyway, what else we got here? Shauna, oh. can you sh- can you show your uh, latest video? What do you mean? Didn't you just upload something? 
Yeah. If I let me see, what is he saying? If I say something on SACT is a good test for a particular issue, it's just because that's one of the only places with tests for this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't hey, didn't somebody say on uh, uh, on Michael on your youth man group? Somebody posted their disc, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was Matthew Hennig. Right? Yeah. And um, Chana, what did somebody say on there? So did first, you see that? first one Matthew was like, "Hey, that looks just like mine," because I hand wrote the notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's two Matthews that I wrote on the notes. Um, but yeah, the guy said something about uh, um, he wouldn't buy it. Or something that one? That, yeah, that what did he say? Um, he said he wouldn't buy it. Um he said if other we don't have to say any specific names, but he said if other some other YouTubers made it, take my money. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw that. <laughs> he, said, he, called, he, he called the brown guys amateurs and then he said he'd buy it from the white guys. I was uh, like, Oh, racist much? I'm like, uh, I really wanted it. I in I, all I, in all fairness, he did not say that though. He did not say what. The brown guys and white guys, man. Yeah, no, he did. <laughs> no, no, he no, he no, named he everybody. Really? He yeah, said Joe. He, he said yeah, but he did not. Nah, yeah, but you're bringing in the race card. Well, yeah. he Hold said on. he he said the brown guys are amateurs. No, he said Joe and Tell and Cha and Techno Dad are amateurs. But if it was right, but I'm white guy, he did not, white guy, white guy, white guy, take my money. Specifically say that, though. bro. You're, what are you talking about? Hard, it's, it's not. No, it it's, was it's he doesn't clear. like the guy just doesn't like facial hair. That's what oh, it is. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. he doesn't he, like facial it's hair. It has nothing to do with that. It's just he likes dudes with no facial hair. See, he would if Aaron would have been part of it, he wouldn't have been cool with it no, either. Like, he just doesn't no, like Aaron. facial hair. Come on, bro. Come on. Hold up. Yeah. Be real. What did I miss? <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were right. I was replying. Right I was Aaron, replying bro? to somebody here. I'm just like all of a sudden uh, somebody's I racist. Get to it, Aaron. Yeah, uh, it was just. Oh God, here we go. We're gonna talk about finances now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We have a, we our group is is all you know, all over the place. We're all over. The yeah, place. that's the thing. Like, what? Why are they lumping me into like? So they talk about the brown guys and the white guy. No, like no. so they're talking about us three, and then they're talking about Michael. Like, <laughs> no. why are they saying that? <laughs> I don't get it. Wow. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I, it's all right. No, it's all right. no, it's all right. Watch the I'm day just, that Michael I'm showed up wearing the new rag. I have no idea. I can't. I'm not in the guy's mind. I don't know why yeah. he. I don't have. I have no idea why he thinks we're amateurs. But if Michael were to do it, and if we're, yeah. you know, other these other YouTube guys were to do it, take my money. I don't know. See, why. Yeah, I have and no. Joe's idea. got way more experience on that end. I mean, than Chana. I mean, I know you've got your DJ background. So Aaron's my no. favorite too. There you go. That's so I don't know why y'all just didn't no, put was, me on the cover. I was just trying to clarify that he did not specifically say because no. you made it. You made it sound like in the video that he said brown guys and no, white no, guys, no. and I just he, I just want to clear that, that me and Joe were amateurs, yes. but he'd buy Correct. from these guys that are just happened to be not brown. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's that's. <laughs> so mean, even if that even if that was the case, it's not. Yeah. That's that's fine. Hey, he's he's allowed to do whatever he wants. You know what I mean. <laughs> He can not like facial hair if he wants. Oh That's God. his prerogative. It has nothing to do with That's me. Hilarious. He can like <laughs> facial who hair. he likes, and he doesn't. You know, he doesn't have to like us. Oh. That's fine. Damn, he says he's all of color. Yeah, exactly. Michael is clear up here. Clear. What the heck does that even <laughs> mean? Transparent. Right. I can't even see Michael. He's like John Cena over there. 
So, I mean, it's just a silly comment just because, Michael, would you say that it's something that you would ever do? Would you ever want to do that? Because to me, it's like, yeah. you don't even, you do home theater tours, you yeah. have your M wave going on. Mm-hmm. You're not even thinking about making a toolkit. I mean, that's so. Why is it that why would he you be the authority, but you um, know it's what I do, but he's a, you know, he's not for it. I have no idea. I have no idea, but I think it's like it's like that one time he's like, uh, I was doing the Dirac art thing mm-hmm. and I'm all about DSP, I'm all about you know spatial audio. And somebody said, you know, if Aaron did it, I would rather him do it. And I'm like Aaron doesn't. He's 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 wrong. Oh, no, he doesn't care about spatial audio. Right? I mean, hey 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 hey. He just no? got up. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Just go ahead. No, you're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I just it's just I I just have to laugh at that. You know mm. what I mean? I just have to laugh. You just have to laugh at these things. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, where, where was this? This is in a Michael's Facebook group. Look, look, look. Oh God, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> There's only on white and pink right noise. <laughs> The There's actually brown noise in there. There is brown noise. There is brown noise. Yeah. There is brown noise. But it's yeah. not on the disc. It's not on the disc. Oh, on the, the disc. disc. <laughs> actually, there's only pink noise on the disc. Tim, so. please don't make a, a a racist disc thing. Please don't, Tim, don't do that. Yeah, please no, make a racist disc <laughs> thing about this. But make sure uh, to like the you gotta have like a good like thumbnail for it with like have the outline of Michael's glasses, but that's it because he's so clear. <laughs> that's all you say. <laughs> Oh, I mean, even I'm saying, Michael, you're white, dude. What, Michael's white? He looks <laughs> no, like oh, he looks, he's clear. He looks like a beige. He looks darker than I do. He's he got like a, a nice, pretty good tan, though. He's huh? got a nice tan going. Yeah. On. Well, were you out? In, you were out in the snow, right? Did you uh, wear any sunblock or no? Was it no. sunny? Yeah, first yeah. day. Okay. Overcast, yeah. second two days. You can oh, get okay. you can get sunburn from the snow. Yeah, yeah. mostly yeah. 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 get windburn. Yeah, dude, the. uh the number one accessory in the winter here in Mammoth are these sunglasses. Yeah. You cannot go outside. You go outside and you are freaking blinded. No, like, I always yeah. wear mine. Yeah. Like my we, goggles. Goggles. We oh. went to a place well, in Germany, the, the Zugspitze. It's like the highest point in Germany or something. But when we went there, I didn't take sunglasses with me on that trip. And I had to go buy sunglasses from their little shop, their gift shop. Some cheap sun, Just because I couldn't see, dude. It was so freaking bright off that snow. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> anyway funny, uh, speaking, speaking of legendary brown note, oh, oh, yeah, so where's he been? We, ha- we haven't seen him in a long time. I, 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 I saw his name, Have he bought a him? toolkit, and so okay. when I, on that, that I big ship, I'm like, making... Hey, I know this name, cool. He got one, I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's yeah, making I've talked to for him for a while. I've talked to him, and he's like, Just had a kid, man. I'm like, Okay, oh. I get it. Do your thing. He's like, He's like, Villa Man, that's why Villa Man disappeared. They exactly, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, um, there he is. He had a kid. Okay, nice. so here's a- all right. So this this is the video. This is the video. This new one here. Yesterday's one. I actually put out a video on Saturday, which I I, I don't normally do. But since the wife and kid were gone, I had plenty of time in the living room to make videos. I don't surprise, like that face surprise. you're making right there with the thumbs up. I don't like it. You don't like it? Mm-hmm. I like it. 
I don't like it. If I saw that guy, I'd be like, no, nope, don't you like You punch him. him in the face? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I can change it. punchable face. <laughs> not like Joe, it matters. I mean, a good thing it's not your YouTube channel. I know. Joe, Joe would like it better if you white balanced it a little bit better. White, oh, oh, yeah, for no. sure. For sure. My teeth aren't oh. wide enough in the picture. <laughs> oh. Is this enough? Are y'all getting back into the race stuff again? Y'all got to stay out. Oh, Horrible. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, so, um, yeah, so the newest video is I did a, a level match, uh, on the Denon X3800H using the toolkit. And, uh, basically, cause you know, people have been asking about, um, what is it like a how to on how to do this stuff. And so since I had the time and a free, um, what do you call it? Free living room over the weekend, I figured mm. why not? Um, and it's pretty straightforward. It's nothing radical, you know? Um, yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. Said, uh, the high res menu makes him jealous. Oh, yeah, you know what? The that that is yeah, that it's is been a long time coming, man. I, I mean, it's now finally <laughs> 1080p or is it 480? It's crazy. No, it's 1080. It was originally yeah. 480, right? Yeah, mm. and um, yeah, you could see the pixels in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bad. I do. I actually on a hundred fifty inch screen. It's really obvious then. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, on those bigger screens. Yeah, you can see all mm -hmm. the flaws, huh? Everything. Yeah. I I have the sixty seven hundred, and honestly, I don't want to use it because it has the older menu. Oh, <laughs> it just the new menu just looks nicer. Did they move stuff uh, around or a little or bit? They kind of the condensed it. Um. Oh, on the the new. So um, hold on. So this video on the right, new menu walkthrough. This one, they did actually change quite a bit of stuff uh, okay. in the update. So um, you get you got that uh, the twenty Atmos speakers, right? Remember that 20, 20 height speakers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bug in there. If you go and change the front two speakers to full range, the little diagram shows mm -hmm. all possible height channels oh, wow. on there. There's like 20 of them. It's pretty hilarious. And so, <laughs> and I said it as a joke. I'm like, ah, you know, they they give you something and then you break something else. And then somebody in a Facebook group was like, "You're misleading everybody. There's no 20 high channels." Yeah, dude. Yeah, in a $1,500 receiver, there's no high channels. It was a joke. No, you know, is it no more yeah, yeah. small and large? Get it right. Yeah, no more small. Uh, there, the so the speaker configuration screen here. Do you want me to pull it up? Uh, the speaker configuration screen is now gone. Okay, so there's no small and large or none, right? They combine that with the um, the ampersign screen, so it's all kind of like one thing. Let me find it in the video. Um, because I show you guys where is it? Where are you? Come on. Okay, here. So we're now what happened to my stream yard? Here it is. Do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, so do you see this on the left? This configuration. Mm -hmm. So this is this is the new uh, speaker configuration stuff. Oh, right? okay. All right, and then um, you you actually have the choice of s selecting how many speakers you want to pre out <clears throat> and how many you want to run off the receiver. So that's kind of cool. You get more flexibility. Does that is it do faster? the new receivers turn off those hey, specific right channels? That is the question. I'm assuming so, but I don't know for sure, and I don't want to yeah. say yes or no. Because the um, old ones, basically, it's either all or nothing. If you went pre-out mode, that means it turns off all internal amplification. Right. But it almost gives you the impression, like you said, if you select plus pre-out, 
yeah. then or see or or this one pre out only pre out only right so in this demonstration i okay. show like okay you can do um um pre out for the front stage mm -hmm. and then if you want you can change like the surround so if you have like your ear level speakers whatever mm -hmm. or if you want to just um mm, power cool. your um high channels externally you can put those to pre i think i don't know what i'm saying so, yeah see yeah mm -hmm. so you so you can change um all these things um the one thing that is weird since this is a 11 <laughs> channel receiver right um and it only powers nine if you um to get five height speakers or six height speakers which you can do you have to turn surround back off here otherwise you won't get that option so hmm. that's that's that that because i was like hey why can't i get five speakers on the height is channel? it is it more responsive like the entire menu oh, yeah. system do you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. it's a lot quicker to move through uh, i mean yeah, it has it has some of plus sometimes it like see here's what I'm talking about. See five speakers and this has to be no mm -hmm. for you to do that. So anybody with a 3800 trying to run five or six high channels, uh, you need to set this to no. So that this is one of the big changes in the menu system here. Um, they also changed uh, where is it? Um, they added new Oro 3D presets, uh, speech. And movie, right? Um, so that's new. And what else? Oh, is this where I do the? What was the thing the uh, one guy was talking about about the new Oro layouts? Is that for here. this one or something else? Here, Mike, this is what I'm talking about. Look, you see this? Wow. <laughs> you just put I it to full cool range, setup, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just messes. Look, there's a floating Dolby speaker right here. Oh, no, it's on the side up firing that's hilarious it's an upward firing that's supposed to be on a surround oh, back gosh. right but the surround back isn't there so uh, oh yeah um yeah joe that is over this is the one like you, hit, you can do oro but like no rear speakers like what is that yeah right here so now this uh layout here is that you can see um can this get bigger oh is that better yeah yeah okay so here, um, when you've got uh, six speakers selected, top front, top middle, and then the top rear, um, this now is an approved Oro 3D layout. So um, for those of you that have six in-ceiling speakers and want to try Oro 3D, you can. I, ex I said this in the video that I don't think that's going to be make a good There are some experience. other weird ones that I've seen, though, where, there, you know, I don't know if you covered it in this one, like different... Oro approved layouts that are like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, we, we, we do know that, you know, there's a new CEO over there at Oro Technologies. Mm -hmm. So they probably want to make sure they have, I, you know, I've been getting their um, newsletter. I've signed <laughs> up for a long time ago, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen as many emails until this new guy showed up mm -hmm. because I, I'm seeing new emails about new movies that are in native Oro and stuff like that. So maybe, mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to. How about, how about the, I think there was a Pioneer or something, some new AVR. Yeah. That also has Oro. Was it their flagship? Yeah, one I don't what? know which one. I don't know if it's nine channel or ten channel or what. Uh, Pioneer. It's the LX eight hundred five. It's the new, new, that, new. So that's their flagship. But when I saw the front, I kind of laughed at how the the screen looked. Mm -hmm. Why? I, how did I it just look? feel like we need to go beyond that on something. That's a couple thousand bucks or whatever. Oh, the three thousand dollars. Three thousand bucks. All right. So three thousand. Here's let's see what here's three thousand bucks gets you. This. All right. Three thousand bucks. Let's see the front of that thing. 
Oh, yeah, that's that advanced under. tech right there. Look at Look that. Look at this. That's like my alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I bet you anything, Mike. Mike, have you seen the Pioneer menu system? Dude, mm. it's just it's, it's, it's yeah. just like your your Blu-ray player. It's just like that. Right. It's like from the 90s. All right. And like, you know, I mean, I've and I've always said uh AV receivers are like the caboose end of the technological trend. Yeah. That is still that is still my stance on it. But um Hey, you know what? There are so many Pioneer fans. I, I don't even think it matters. Yeah, some of them are going to be excited about it. Yeah, no, totally. They're finally getting a flagship AVR. I, I don't think they've had one in a long time. And, you know, it's got some pretty cool features. This mm -hmm. looks pretty much just like the um, Integra, right? Okay. Same platform. XLR, mm -hmm. XLR input, right. XLR output for the front, nice. and two yeah. front left and right, and two subwoofer outputs. Mm-hmm. And then um, I believe it's only it's a eleven channel. So, so there's that. Some mm -hmm. some some websites are saying that it's like 150 watts in for all channels driven. I don't. I'm happening. not buying that. Ain't happening. Yeah. Um, here, eleven <laughs> channels, 150 watts in three zones. Can we get rid of zones already? Yeah. Like, hey. No, don't don't start with that. People don't you like dare that. Take away my zones. Aaron wants one in his bathroom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I put in the bathroom? I hate that. It a says per speaker. channel. See if you scroll up. You Which one? It says 150 watts per channel, eight ohms. I hate that. Yeah. Because there's no way they're doing 150 watts for all 11 channels. Yeah. I I mean, even though, yeah. where's the inside? Oh, here it is. Did they say ah, it down at the bottom? What is that video? Um, I can here, look at this. Here's, this is the amplifier section. Send it to Aaron to test. Yeah. For yes. Real. I'll I'll test it out, man. Let's see if it's real. That thing can you about do that? Like you can be like all channels driven, like. But look, it doesn't have an Oro three D. Oh, you know what? Oro three D is coming, but wouldn't they still put it on the top of the thing? You would think they would. Maybe they legally they can't. Right on there. Well, well, legally, maybe they legally can. they can't. Maybe. Mm. Well, Scroll they start shipping bit. in May. Is there a oh, um, PDF at the bottom? What is that? What will go up? What are y'all looking yeah, at right see the now? Downloads. Look at the download spec sheet. Yeah, it's on. It's it's. Uh, they're owned by. Vox. They're owned by Clisher. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Is so that why you were I, saying I that? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the Elite brand had what had gone away like over a decade ago. Is that so? That's they're, not true. They're, they're trying to come back. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I've got I've got one of the Elites, the five hundred five, I believe. Yeah, the Blu-ray player. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Y'all remember when they had the AVR? You have oh, the LX505? Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't I have that too? Yeah, I have it. <laughs> I have it. It's right there. It says Elite on it. I know. I hadn't even unboxed it yet. Oh, that's okay. One, I'm like, I never the... saw you make a video uh, about that. I haven't. It's literally in a box. Oh, okay. There's a bunch of things in the box right now. So, uh, dude, I feel you, bro. I got this, I got this uh, Sony <laughs> sitting in the box right next to me still. Oh, here's the Oral 3D logo. They changed it a little bit. Oh, it's TA. Look, this is also THX certified. So we got everything in here. Atmos. Does it, right. does it say what specs on the amp? On the I'm just amp. curious on there. Look, it says two channels driven. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know how it? many Facebook posts people are like, oh, it's, oh, my bad. My bad. I, f I forgot. Looking... It does stupid nonsense. Yeah. Oh, you got to share it on the other one. Ah, uh, yeah. my bad. Okay, there it goes. Here it is. 
There it is. Two channels driven. Do you have any people in the Facebook groups are like, yeah. oh no, it's it's eleven channels, one hundred fifty watts. There's no dude. way. I knew Smoking. it wasn't happening. Smoking some good but see, stuff. that's that's over. frustrating because the average consumer that reads that page is exactly. going to see hundred and fifty watts per channel mm-hmm. and understand or at least believe that that's going to be by eleven. And that's to me, that's just like so misleading, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate it when it brands is. do that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you for the super chat. Oh, Ole. Yeah, put them up on screen. If that's like yeah, it. I mean, um, I, I'd be <laughs> curious to see what um, what it actually has. You know, um, nine channel Oro, 10 channel Oro. I mean, I'm hoping, hoping 11 channel, like whatever. So uh, the super chat. Thank you. He says, how good will old speakers be compared to new speakers? Example, 800 new versus eight hundred dollars twenty years old. Well, do we have to account for account for inflation? Because eight hundred twenty years ago there you go. was yeah, actually a lot of money, right? Yeah, I don't think old versus new is the issue. It's is it a good speaker mm. that you're comparing with a good speaker? You know, I had some I had forty year old speakers and they sounded amazing. Oh the so, Lascalas. Yeah. They were great speakers. Yeah. I mean, and I'd put I'd put them against a lot of current speakers, you know, but I think generally speaking, newer speakers at the same price are going to be better. But why? N- not not compared to like an eight hundred dollar uh, used twenty year old. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's a fair comparison exactly. Mm-hmm. But I would just say most new speakers are just going to be better because we have better tools to measure them. And we know more about acoustics and what to look for in the measurements. That's all. I mean, yeah. it's just oh. as simple as that. I think you see that a lot of the inexpensive speakers are getting pretty good. Like, Oh, how, how can they do that? Well, that also means that speakers that are higher priced, hopefully are also better than, you know, speakers 20 years ago. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I mean, we have newer materials. You know, we don't have foam that disintegrates. The last long. You know, look. Did you see? Did you see the you know, the size of those resistors and capacitors in in your scholars? There were, I don't, you know, I don't think they need to be. Yeah, they were like that. Huge. Yeah, they're. <clears throat> so I'm not saying that old necessarily means bad because a lot of times, mm-hmm. some old stuff was just built better. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, some yeah. new stuff is just new and then like, hey, let's just use this cheaper stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens too. Yeah. But generally speaking, I just I just think it's just that we know more about what to look for to make a good speaker. Aaron, would you agree with that? Or disagree? I'm sorry, with dude. I, I, yeah. I wasn't really listening. Yeah, I'm looking at the prices of w- <laughs> would would you would you say would you say that uh a new speaker or, or let's say eight hundred dollar speaker given a specific price point of eight hundred dollars um would you say newer speakers in general are better or worse than 20 year old speaker in the same i would say generally speaking the newer ones would be better but i would also worry about um just the degradation of parts which i think maybe you were mentioning maybe uh, you know what i mean like dude if you're buying a 20 year old speaker the foam surrounds probably coming apart maybe the capacitor has leaked i mean i would just worry about things like that just mm-hmm. physical breakdown of the wear and tear, wear and tear, right? Yeah, you know. So I would be hesitant to buy an old speaker like that unless you were going to 
fully restore it somehow. Mm. How about just like a forget the fact that it, let's just take an eight hundred dollar speaker. You know, account for inflation. So that let's just say twenty, 20 years, years ago, I don't know, I don't know, three hundred dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever that, whatever the, the conversion is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say four hundred. Brand new right? back then compared brand to brand new, new 400 dollars speaker versus an eight hundred dollars speaker, head to head. Yeah, I would think the new ones would be better. I mean, the technology's come a long way. You know, the understanding of um, of the acoustics has come a long way. But there's a lot of brands too that are just they're just making bad shadows, speakers. Man. Yeah, they're just doing bad stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it could depend. But I think well, hopefully, hopefully, if it's with the same brand, they've gotten hopefully better they've and better and better, and they've yeah. learned and they've you know improved their process. Right. But I just I just don't think you can put a blanket speak blanket statement that you know an eight hundred dollar this versus an eight hundred dollar now is going to be you know necessarily better or worse. I could say that really for, for cell phones to, because cell phones, cell phone eight hundred dollar cell phone now versus eight hundred. That's electronics though. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of electronics in speakers. I mean, yeah. you got your network, but that's it. I think it more has to, has more to do with just our ability to measure the speaker, Maybe. like the like things the, that they were trying to optimize for before. <clears throat> they don't. They, I don't think they were looking at directivity. Mm-hmm. You know, they were looking at you know sound power. Maybe I don't. I don't know what they were looking at before, but based on the frequency response from a lot of the older speakers, it's not what they're tuning for now. That you know, we just yeah. know better. We know what to how to tune a speaker appropriately. So it's just that. Yeah. I'm just always yeah. hesitant on those like absolute answers, you know. It's not yeah, for sure it's not an absolute. There's there could be an old speaker yeah. that's just awesome, right? Sure. Yeah. That's totally right. possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the air's still rocking that Bose 901. I am, yeah. Yeah. They're right behind me somewhere. Yeah. But I think if you're say generally speaking over there. Generally speaking, I hope that technology and uh, Yeah has made it so Hopefully that we can have. make better stuff cheaper. And if that's not the case, then that's like, yeah. Um, let's see here. Other super chats. Bodhi asked, what's the difference between height designation and actual placement? I have six on ceiling speakers, but I told my 6,700, <laughs> they were front and rear heights and top middle. I think, didn't we do this test in the after show last week? I, went and I just changed the settings for Oro, you know, basically what we found was it, it doesn't know if it's actually on ceiling, you know, it doesn't know and it doesn't actually change the content that it puts up there. Uh, and I have to be specific about that. It's I'm on vacation. I, I don't remember the exact thing, but I think we were testing to see if placing a speaker or setting it as front height versus Top height, something like that. Top, like whatever, top middle, top front, top front. If it would change the content that's played to it, and on the mm. Denon sixty seven hundred H, it made no difference at all. Right, changing those two didn't change the content that was played to it. And I use the, the calibration toolkit to see, and it was just the same exact thing. Didn't change anything. So, yeah. Hey, Any I got other? a quick question for you guys. Um, yeah. <clears throat> No. So, uh, at, at, uh, okay. Well, that's good then. Cool. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Kirk. Uh, at SC Audio asked in here if I was going to be testing like um, multiple channels. 
And I told him, yeah, look, look, there you go. And I replied back to him. I was like, heck no, because it cost 700 bucks to buy the resistors that I needed to do the testing for what I've got now. Um, the reason is because I need like a lot of power handling and things like that. But, but if I'm testing multiple channels, it's because I'm testing AVRs, right? Most right. likely I'm testing mm -hmm. AVRs. Most of those are just what standard eight ohm, right? Mm -hmm. do, do they go down to four ohm sometimes? Well, I mean, some can. Yeah. Okay. So if I bought yeah. eight ohm resistors and they were 250 watt compatible or took up to 250 watts, that's more than enough, right? Completely. Probably. Yeah. I'll do that. Then. They're 30 bucks each. That's not, that's a whole lot better than, yeah. That's a whole lot better than what yeah, I'm you're saying. not, you're I not going to get any AVR that even two channel AVR isn't going to put out two two fifty a channel. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do yeah. that. I could do that. So that's Wh good when does, when does it get expensive when you start having to like, yeah. Well, like, so when you're, when you're dealing with both the power and you're dealing with distortion of the resistor itself, because when I was researching this, I found that, a mirror would be one of them. I talked to the guys at Purify. They also let me know. And I talked to a couple other electronics designers and mm -hmm. they told me that, yes, there are resistors that when you test them, they have their own basically issues. So they can mm -hmm. cause the distortion in the measurement to increase oh, just from the resistor itself. So you have to get a, a <clears throat> very good resistor that can not contribute any distortion into the measurement so that, itself. That, so that's why it's not just about tolerance, right? Right. It's not only it's about not tolerance. It's not just about tolerance. No. Oh. Well, I mean, so you want tolerance because if I say I'm testing the eight ohm, I want to be testing the eight ohm, not nine. nine you know what or, I mean? or not four. Right. Not four. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So most so. of the resistors that I bought are within like a percent. You know, some of them might be the ones I bought are all within a percent, I think. But mm. my main question was I can what I'm so what I'm thinking is I can use my good load with the low like distortion resistors. My good load. That's right. That's right, Michael. With the low distortion resistors to to be the ones that are on the measure channel, but I'm using the crappy ones just to load down the the AVR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing your crappy load, ah! my crappy load. Y'all are ridiculous. I can't go anywhere with you guys. <laughs> hey, so Aaron, Aaron, how many no. how many channels can can you test at once? Can you test like nine right. or eleven or something? Two, right? Two. two. Yeah. He's yeah, two that's channel the limit right of now. the APX. I could buy. You can buy uh, audio precision cells like an eight channel acquisition setup thing but it's like way too much money man you know i went from i can buy to chana you can buy you can buy exactly <laughs> for me because in my head i'm like saying. how much is it dude how much is it let's go that's how, that's like literally let's what i was thinking go yeah yeah that's not happening but what, what i'm thinking is i could just measure two channels at a time you know if i really wanted to do that or i could just use the dummy load just load down all the channels and all i gotta do is measure two and say all right well this is what it's doing uh, out of the two yeah that's what so, that'd be pretty quick. easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, gosh. This guy, oh, the this dude's guy, in the chat. Guy. Watch out for this guy. That's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> wow. Oh, hey. Um, what's up, Elon, by the way? Oh, Elon, hey, buddy. I didn't see pop in. I was too busy laughing at IMZ. Serenade me to sleep or engage in some pillow talk with today's look. <laughs> Your background. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Step into my boudoir. <laughs> boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is creepy. And Angela's the photographer. Joe's on the yeah, right. Oh, Joe's only fans. Like Joe's was, only fans. Like, like he was on the snow. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
got his butt up in the air. <laughs> what are y'all oh, talking about? Uh, the picture he posted. Joe in the snow. He's like, I don't post nip- that picture. He's like, don't I post got that picture. in the snow and his make butt it, in the air. Make it public. Make it public. Oh, <laughs> Looks hilarious. Um, um, hey, I, I, I sent you an email about SACT video stuff. I ever, yeah. Um, no, I saw the email. You know, I I was driving. Uh, for like seven hours for the last seven hours so i can't i don't really respond i can kind of like see things here and there and what these jokers are sending in chats but uh yeah uh, i think there's a there's a common misconception uh with people watching videos like i release a video and and you guys comment on it which is fantastic cool but like i got 15 other things i'm doing in the background so if i don't get back to you it's because I got, I got, I'm, I, I'm putting out fires over here. I got like, I'm like the, uh, you know, the, the goddess with like eight arms, the, the Shiva, you know, uh, doing all kinds Shiva. of stuff background. You can't, you can't. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. No. What? Yes. <laughs> gotcha, Aaron. Gotcha, man. All right. Um, <laughs> WA, thank you for the super chat. Uh, will the $7,000 Marantz AV10 Pre Pro be an upgrade in multi channel music sound quality over the $2,700 Yamaha CXA5200? Hmm. Pleased Paul with the Yamaha no. now. Hey, isn't that what Paul has? I think that's what Paul has, right? Paul would say no. For sure, Paul, then. For sure, for sure. 100% it's an upgrade. <laughs> no, I, think, I, I don't I think know. the key is that very last part. You're pleased with the Yamaha. Yeah. So yeah. what what makes you want to upgrade to something else? I mean, that's a big jump for something that you're already satisfied with. And I know the term ignorance is bliss, you know, but I don't think you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, this was trash. If you love that sound, you know? Yeah. I mean, Sometimes I, you are you doing and enjoy what you have. Are you doing multi, multi-channel music <laughs> sound quality? Are you doing party mode? Is it all channel <clears throat> stereo that you're doing? I don't. Or are we talking about actual 5.1 music or Dolby Atmos music? What are we talking about? Because now that's confusing. And here come the wipeout jokes. <laughs> Do not pass. Do not collect $200. Junior says Yamaha has better DAX. You know, it does. But is, it, is that only for two channel or is it a, like a multi channel DAC? And can you hear the difference between DAX? No. I can't. It's just knowing. My deck is better than yours. Easy. <laughs> Your deck is bigger than mine? What? I, I mean, Listen, hey, you though. said it, not me. <laughs> Tim. Right, so so I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a tough sell. Paul says LOL because he knows he, you should go for the Morantz. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Here, here. But you lose music cast if you if you go to the Marantz. So if you use music cast, then mm-hmm. yeah, like Mike said, if it's um not a deck measuring contest, if it's a uh, you're already happy with it, don't uh, don't change mm-hmm. anything. He looks like he's telling a joke in that in his profile, right? Who this guy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Like he made a bad pun. 
Elon asked the new Pioneer LX805 we were just talking about uh, says it supports Dolby Atmos music. So is that going to decode Atmos music tracks better on Tidal or Apple Music, etc.? I don't know. I think they're just using it as a, like a catchphrase. It does Dolby Atmos music. Every Dolby Atmos receiver can, but you gotta you gotta tell these consumers something. Marketing. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think Dolby Atmos music. Uh, Dolby Atmos. I think sometimes like uh, it won't decode it properly from certain apps, though. Really? I mean, how yeah, many apps well, are there? Isn't it just Tidal and Apple Music, or is there? Are, can you get it from Cobas? What can, well, what, Tidal, what? Apple Music, and Amazon, right? Oh, Amazon will do it. Uh, I think so. Mm. And so I don't know if uh, if all of them, if it just straight up works on all of them. You know, because, right. you know, on Android, you can download the Apple Music app, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but only recently, I don't know how recent, but it says like, oh, you can get spatial audio using using the Android app. So it's, it's something that has to be compatible. Yep. Uh, here's here's something that Joe wanted to know about. What? Josh says, I tried uh, six overhead speakers with Oro 3D on the 3800 and the middle channels does the voice of God with a center image. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty cool. Because that'll make it easy for you to switch back and forth between an Atmos layout and Oro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you won't have to have that third speaker up there. Yeah, that's the one that I'm not so sold on. Voice of God channel, I'm not super sold on it. I think maybe the two middle ones would probably sound better. I don't know. I haven't tried it, so I don't know. All right. What else? All right. Anything else? You guys want to say anything about the uh, Dirac finally being on Denon and Morant? No, nobody wants to say anything about it. No, nobody. Surprised. Nobody cares. I mean, who cares? I I thought it would be a. a, You know, somebody tried it and gave a warning on my video. Don't try it. And then I there were some replies, so I clicked on the show replies, and somebody's like, "Are you sure you didn't have your settings?" wrong or something like that and then the dude originally said don't try it it sounds garbage but or whatever he's like oh yeah i tried it again and like it's so much better (laughs) (laughs) so um with dirac live there are some hoops you got to jump through one of the things is sometimes it's just outputting a volume that's way too silent and it took me forever to figure that out i'm like oh i gotta raise this volume bar here and then it'll actually start going um, and it takes a very long sweep. It's like, so if you have some other things, like I got dogs running around or like, you know, my wife comes in to like microwave something, ka-chunk on the microwave door. You got you to gotta redo that. Um, and then now they give you some great flexibility with the room curve unless you don't know what you're doing. In which case, you can make it sound like garbage pretty quickly. So, and then, like, which room curve is better for your room? Does Dirac know? No. Do you know? No. So then, be careful is the name of the game. Be careful. But, yeah, I haven't tried it. People have been asking me. I have two Denon. I have the Denon 3800, the Marantz AV10. Haven't tried it. And as I said in the video, there might be something better. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. what? 
Absolutely. Joe, any chance you want to hit at a potential release for Magic Beans? I mean, we're aiming oh. for we're aiming you mentioned for it in the last podcast. And weren't you talking about it today? I jumped we're in. It was all that, about but... house curves. Yeah, we're aiming for end of the month. I don't know if we're gonna hit it, but we're definitely gonna try. So yeah, yeah I gotta test we'll it see. out again. And then and then Joe's like, Oh, I gotta give you another update. I'm like, oh man, it's mm. a lot of work. A lot. <clears throat> a lot of work. Yeah, but, we um, did I did Tim's entire system with it. And he is running an Arcam. Is that how you say it? Arcam. Arkham. 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 Mm -hmm. Arkham. Is that the insane asylum in Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the Batman. Arkham. Yeah, man. Eighty forty. Chat GPT. Ask Chat GPT. Yeah. So, uh, we did the whole. He has a whole Oro. What thirteen point one, something like that. Oh yeah. Like nine. I don't know. Remember eleven point one? How they. Do it. He just has every single one except center height, I believe. Is that right? He might have center height too. I don't. I don't remember. But we did the whole thing, and he does have <clears> Derek <throat> on there. He has Derek with base control, and that didn't help. he said that. I think he said it sounded better, right? So, I mean, he can he can chime in. He said that's what he said, but you know, don't, tell the truth, Tim. Tell Joe. the truth. Thirteen point two. He says. Oh, there it is. Oh, he does have center height. Okay. Yeah, tell us how it was, Tim. And uh, if you say that it was garbage and totally not worth it, then uh, don't you're worry. Fired. <laughs> then you're fired. <laughs> no. Thank no. you, Angela. No. <laughs> that is not true. Uh, you got to be honest. Itching to get it. Yeah, thank you guys for the support, yep. by the way. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see. And then you guys can say whether it sucks or not. Uh, bet, did, did you already cover this AB comparison with Dirac and Odyssey on the same AVR? I didn't do it on the same AVR because it wasn't available before. But I did do uh, like a near field kind of calibration. I just did it live. Mm. And I did it with, a, I think, a 4700H. And then I did it with a NAD T778. It wasn't like super scientific. I just wanted to see what it would come up with, like what correction it would try to do. And um, yeah, just totally different target curves. Like at the end of the day, the main difference that was so super noticeable was just the target curves are so different. Mm -hmm. The house curves? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the house curves were very different on them. And uh, of course, Dirac does a little bit of, you know, does different stuff with the phase alignment. And I don't know if Odyssey attempts to do that. You know, that's really what, what Dirac talks about a lot. But, I mean, in your experience, so you have Dirac, right, Chana? Yeah. I think you've liked what it did. I like Dirac over Odyssey, for sure. Okay. Yeah. In general, I mean, I've always said auto-correction, if you're going to go 100% auto and just, you know, that's all you want to do, Dirac is probably your best bet. I would agree. Right? Yeah. But I mean, I haven't heard anything in the Ling Lingdorf. I know, but that's like so next level price wise, right? Yeah, I'm talking about just a normal, you know, only want to spend like two thousand dollars or less type of person. If you can find is yeah, they're two thousand dollars or less, right? The Onkyos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably your best bet. Mm -hmm. um, but how about uh, how about Dirac versus a manual calibration? Your experience, your personal experience, even manual with your own manual calibration. 
I would go with my manual calibration. Okay. That's just because you that's just because you came up with this the toolkit and you want people to buy it. Actually, oh, yeah, the, um, sure. the 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 time alignment took took me quite a while to do it in here mm-hmm. in the studio. And um once I wrapped my head around exactly what was going on, then I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is this is magical. And mm-hmm. um I mean sim- simply put, it's 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 what you were saying earlier. You know, with a manual calibration, with magic, even with magic beans, you know, take it up a, another notch. It's you're creating a house curve, a custom house curve to your room, mm. right? I, everybody's using this Harmon target curve. Joe, you talked to Dr. Floyd Tool. What, yeah. Where did he get that from? Not it wasn't intended to be a, a house curve in that way. He was just was saying like a speaker, like testing some JBL this, speaker. Yeah, he just he was. They were testing the JBL M2. And they tested uh, in a bunch of different rooms, and the target curve average of all those rooms kind of was that curve that you see. So but the average, yeah, of all of these rooms, do... yeah. So, so yeah. now that's the, that's just like the target for everybody. Yeah, none of which were your room, right? Yeah, right. So and you probably don't have JVL M twos either. So, so the the big the big thing is, uh, you know, um, with all I. If we're choosing a manual calibration, I would go manual calibration over an automatic because there are things, the two things that sh- that auto calibration can't do. They don't know your room and they don't know your speakers. Mm-hmm. They might exactly. know where your speakers... Look, perfect example. Does this look straight? Okay. <clears throat> two, here's my room. It goes like this and then it goes boom. So the AVR knows where the speakers are, boom. But they don't know there's this fucking turn yeah that has to happen Mm. right and they don't know exactly like what the room is doing to the speakers you know you do manual calibration you take a a near field measurement of the speaker then go to the main listening position take another measurement and now the computer can figure out what the room is doing to that speaker so there's a lot of stuff that so you know the automatic is just kind of Reverend says, I'd be curious if you match the target curves, if you'd notice any any difference. And it relates to this question that Dirac has impulse response correction. And I think that might, I don't know if that's really more of a marting thing, because the fact that Odyssey also runs sweeps, right? They, they can also correct for impulse response. There's nothing stopping them, you know, from doing that same thing. They and I looked at some old papers from them, and it seems like they are doing impulse response correction. They're just not marketing it in the same way. So I don't know if they do it differently or if one does it better. It's kind of something that would be hard to test for me. Maybe somebody else could do that exact test to see if one does a better phase alignment uh, across the entire frequency range. Is that something that you notice, though, Chana? Aside from the target curve, let's just say you set the tar- same target curve on both. This is probably a good experiment. But do you think that you'd hear something different aside from the tonality with Dirac? Is it does it do something that the other ones just don't do? Have you mean you heard the, autos, the auto corrections? Yeah. Have you heard anything that it does that none of the other ones do? I mean, I, th- I think the all. overall experience moving from Odyssey to Dirac is just better. Right. Can I really pinpoint, oh, it's, you know, taking, you know, 10 dB off of this or adding a few dB to the 
2500 I, I don't know that it's, it's it's an overall experience is better mm. you know watching the same scenes okay. um but you, you can't attribute it to anything specific like it could be the target curve it could be something else like it, 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 there's too many factors to like and then i mean if i haven't used the sact to like compare things where things are actually moving around a lot slower when you're watching movie scenes and stuff like things happen so fast it's so hard to hear and then try to tune in to like really fine details because it's just happening so fast mm -hmm. and you know like mike always says our hearing memory or what is it? whatever you call it it's audible just audible memory audible memory yeah it's just it's a little it's a little rough unless it's like maybe captured yeah. so we can put it in a video and just bam 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 go <laughs> a b a b you know yes um elon you can take the dirac live off at the front of that that's <laughs> That's that's what that um, is about. But yeah, I, I I can't wait to test out a little bit more and listen to some more music and movies. Let's just answer a few more questions and it's time to get out of here. Oh my gosh, six o'clock. Um, I have RP six one sixty M's as fronts. One is in a corner and the other is on a wall behind it. And because of base differences, would I get better <clears throat> plug ports? Hmm. Hmm. Fronts, one in the corner, one in the wall behind it. Uh, Aaron? Oh! I don't know if you've been paying attention, but uh, you've done some port plugging. I don't do much port plugging. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're the port plugging guy. <laughs> where's the, where's that sound effect? I don't have that. We got to find that. We don't, let's record that, Mike. Oh, man. I looked. Oh, man. I looked at Mike's oh, face and I lost it. <laughs> uh, Aaron, you're the port plug. <laughs> oh, oh, port plugging professional. Yes, triple P for short. <laughs> you need your port plug? Call Aaron's audio. <laughs> Plugging all your ports for free. What was the question, Joe? It's right there. It's right there. He, he oh, asked. Uh, one or the other has no wall behind him because of the base differences. Um, so honestly, try it, right? Like if you feel like it helps, then do that. I mean, I, the technical answer is whichever one sounds best to you, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, I, I would probably yeah. say do them the same and then run EQ and let EQ fix fix the other one but at the same time it's hard to say you know how about if this you what, what like would you better. look for what would you look for that could possibly be like okay for sure this is this is an issue that could resolve <laughs> if it's really boomy bass if it's really boomy bass then oh, stuff oh, in the man. port on that would probably help it <clears throat> if yeah. it's that close to a wall <laughs> okay so like like what what would the phenomenon be though like uh cancellation Oh my god! <laughs> Look at you look guys at these need guys. to take a break. How you old are you? Take a break. Uh, all right, look at I was tan. Now I'm red. In this episode, the children are on the lower half. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Those are the adults. I feel like I'm back in middle See school. See what the snow man. does to you? Oh my look god! Look at these guys. Are ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
Now what? Oh. Oh, mercy. Uh, <laughs> resistant to Aaron's Listen, load. Oh, he's, he, wow. he sums it all even, up. We, this is not a professional channel. Somebody's going to no, watch this and be like, man, these guys are lame. Like, let me just what, go ahead what are you guys all watching you this for? Yeah, this is not, should... We're not professionals. This is like most of this has nothing to do with audio, actually. Man. Most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. We so, just pretend. So should he plug the ports? Yeah, should he plug I'd the ports? It depends. What, what should he look for? What is the yes, what is the one I, thing he's like? What what's so the area you, that he's going to focus in on? If you put a speaker next to a wall, like right up mm-hmm. next to a wall, most of the time it's going to make it sound a bit more things like that, right? So the daily plug, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys are We're just disabled comments. Oh, we have to disable oh, comments. I see. <laughs> I see what what direction we need to take this channel. The daily plug. I think I, yeah. I, I just saw a lot of thumbs up on this video. What is up with that? I know all of a sudden. <laughs> a bunch of thumbs. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> plug the uh, one port and see what you think. Just go with what sounds good to you, man. I mean, you could let your EQ try to fix some of it, but if it just sounds really extra boomy, then plug the port. You, okay, so here's here's what I would say. The one reason why I've seen uh, that makes a lot of sense to do that is if you hear resonance coming from the port, like yeah. bad noises that you wouldn't normally hear, but it's coming through because it's coming th- a lot of times from, from front ports, but that's a rear port, I assume. Um, I don't know those speakers. Rear port, yes, rear, rear port. Rear port, okay, rear port, yes, yes. rear port, yes, <clears throat> rear port, ports. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, just try it. If there's no bad sounds coming out of it, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Uh, scrub again, man. We, I think we, I think we gotta go. I need to. <laughs> we, need to we need to get out how, of here. How magic compared to art? Okay, so art does its <laughs> thing. All right. So anybody uh, who's asking about art, it really works to do some pretty nutty stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to do, like, uh, like fix nulls. Like you can, you can actually, you know, fix some of those things that you wouldn't be able to before. Um. So yeah, magic beans can't do that, but. What it can do is give you the proper target curve that you can use with Dirac art. So even if you have art, it's still going to make its recommendation. It's still probably not going to be what I believe is the correct target curve, um, which is based on measurements and based on what this, you know, based on your speakers, your room. um, But they're just not doing, they're just not calculating that the way that I would do it. They're kind of, yeah, I just don't agree with them. In how they do that so yeah i i like what they're doing with art but i think that those are two things that work and they're complementary they're not two things that are competing against each other joe are you going yes. to m-wave i will not uh maybe next time maybe next yeah. time i'm still yeah. trying to decide if i'm going to be able to or not so yeah. which one where are you going i'd like to m-wave I know oh. they're still doing it. They're doing an audio advice live as well, and I do plan mm-hmm. to go on that. Like I've already made commitments yeah, to that. Yeah, I'm going to be there for that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think the three that I'll be. Thing. Yeah, I'll be at Cedia Audio Advice Live and and Mway. So no response yet, Michael, on the uh, whether we can have manual well, calibration you know, compete. Or... No, let's set up um like a um call. Let's set up a call. Yeah, this week. Sounds good. No plug yeah, talk. 
What's that? No plug talk, straight <laughs> no business. Talk. No, right. no. Let's do no, it. You guys are off the chain. No, no shameless it. plug. Joe. You guys. No shameless plug. Oh, let's end it with that, dude. Hey, we've been we've way. been good, man. These guys no, in the Mike, chat. I know, right? The guys in the chat. Like the show, show comment, show comment. No, I, dude, I'm Is hands off, man. Yeah, I don't even look have control. Him. Of course, it's Chana. I'm look not at even him. Yeah, I didn't do any. <laughs> look at his smile. He looks so guilty right Chana now. Chana's starring all of them. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> He's going to make sure he hits them all. We got to come back and talk to this. Yeah. Oh, all right, everybody. Thank you for hanging out wow. with uh, all of us here at the Daily Plug. <laughs> Daily Plug. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> the daily hi-fi podcast uh we do this every monday 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern we do the um, plug every monday <laughs> if you want to become a patron and join us in the after you know. show happening right after this broadcast go to patreon.com slash daily hi-fi it's and... just worse don't do it it's just the, the same thing we're just doing, but much, much worse. Really On fast, behalf really of good. myself, Michael, Aaron, and Joe, we will see you all next time. And for those of you that are patrons, we'll see you in just a few.